0: This is the monty show the truth in sports talk streaming when you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin all you have to do is find the monty show streaming live and available 24 hours a day seven days a week on youtube and now here's monty
1: hey yo man Uh, happy tuesday the monty show live on your youtube machine pleasure to be with you thanks so much as always uh, for participating in the show, please hit the like button as we get started here. If you are not a subscriber to The Monty Show, we are ever so close to 30,000 subscribers on the show. Past 28,000 overnight Let's last go, night. Let's go, baby. 28,229. Give us a thumbs up. Hit subscribe if you're not. Support our sponsors, including The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. No doubt about it. You know the best part about working with The Advocates? Number one, they care about you because they invest in your community because they're in every community. They care about their people. They care about you. That makes them the best. They know what empathy is and they never ask you to reach into your pocket to pay The Advocates. No, you don't pay The Advocates unless and until they win your case at theadvocates.com. Another day, and we still do not have res- resolution, hello, on uh <laughs> ACC expansion. And are you burned out on this whole thing now? I mean, I would think you are.
0: Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice if something happened in sports. It'd be nice if a controversial player got cut in the NFL. It'd be nice if, you know, happen. we had another fight in Major League Baseball. It'd be nice if people cared about the fact that Justin Thomas made the Ryder Cup. You know, it'd be nice if, you know, anybody cared about anything other than who Alabama's playing. They don't. So, yeah, yeah. It'd be nice if ACC expansion would just kind of finish up and we could, you know, cross the T's and dot the I's and, you know, stop with all the Florida State drama.
1: Well, what I think is so interesting is the question that we uh, bandied about in our pre-show meeting today, which is what's the timeline here? Now, obviously, the... Tragic events on the campus of North Carolina at Chapel Hill yesterday changed the timeline significantly. The college football playoff committee meeting tomorrow changes the timeline significantly because Commissioner Phillips from the ACC now is not available tomorrow. So we're looking at a situation where our sources tell us that there is likely to be a call uh, amongst presidents on Friday at the earliest now. I know there are efforts to put one together on Thursday, but those have not materialized yet. And I think the struggle continues to be, how do you get this done or how do you move on from it? Because now there is a feeling across college football that if this does not get done, I don't know if if incompetence is the right word, but there is significant belief that not adding Stanford, Cal, and SMU would be a failure on the part of the ACC, simply because there's too much money to be made. I feel like that's a little strong, but in the people we talk to, I've heard the word failure, malfeasance, irresponsibility amongst ACC members. And again, we point this finger apparently at Florida State, and a lot of people, I think, are holding a much higher standard to Florida State. Uh, You know, Coach Norvell, the Florida State football team this year, because they truly are the ones blocking the road when it comes to ACC expansion, or it would seem, because we were also told over the weekend that there had been small concessions, that there had been an agreement that teams that go to the college football playoff and go to the NCAA tournament would get the lion's share of the extra revenue in this conference. But today that seems to be in doubt. I don't know, Jake, how much blame do you think Florida State And how much blame do you think the rest of the ACC deserves here?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Florida State deserves a fair share. You know, I I, I think that, you know, they've always wanted something that they were never going to get. They've always been pushing for something that could never happen. Uh, And and I think they've been that. That's, you know, university, institution, team, whatever you want to call them. That's been scheming. And I think that the the burnout rate in, you know, expansion slash realignment uh, conversations and really just in the landscape, the burnout rate's high with teams who are selfish and just want to take care of them because ultimately we're not in that place yet where the ACC is in meltdown mode. We're not even close to that. I mean, you still have, what, another 13 years or whatever it is on your grant of rights. So, I mean, you're you're sitting in a situation where, you know, Florida State wants something that just isn't going to happen. So, yeah, I do think that, you know, the unrest and the questions around Calford and SMU, you know, uh, Florida State's held up that process. I mean, if Florida State was going along with this and, and was yesing, I think we'd be in a much different place having a much different conversation. We wouldn't have to for the, you know, what, 14th, 15th, day in a row talk about yeah like infinite day in a row talk about you know someone being a pain in the ass for adding you know schools to your conference and i just don't understand why florida state thinks they're the big guy in the room and we've talked about this and yeah the burnout rate on the conversation's high i agree and and we know that florida state knows that they've lost this battle and that they need to fall in line but that doesn't mean that they're just going to go quietly they're still going to ask for things and want things and yeah this situation, uh, you know, with the active shooter really, you know, obviously delayed things and, and you know, that's proper. That's correct. It should be delayed. College football expansion or college athletic expansion clearly takes a back seat to that. But I think as far as fans are concerned, we want this stuff to be finalized. We want this stuff to get done so we can get to the business of footballing and basketballing and it just feels like every day that goes by that this expansion process isn't completed, we get to sit here and, you know, just wait another day and wait another day. And, and I think it's kind of crazy, too, how this has all worked out because expansion really has been front and center because there hasn't really been much else happening. Like, the Major League Baseball season's kind of been a dud. Well, you NFL know, like,
1: training camp was almost silent. I think, you know, we, we and we've talked about this for months now, all the way back to the Pac-12 and the deadline, like, It has been an oddly silent summer in the sports world. And a lot of it, I think, is that nothing in the NBA is happening. Nothing in the NFL is happening. There was no Jonathan Taylor trade today. There is no ACC expansion. There is nothing. We get a college football game of note on Thursday when Florida uh, heads out west to take on Utah and Salt Lake City. That's going to really be the first notable sports news of of the, the week, it feels like. Even with cut-down day in the NFL today, not really a cut-down of note. It's just been an oddly slow sports season. But that doesn't mean that Florida State is not standing in the way. And I, I, I think the question that I have is, really, is Florida State good enough to make a run to the college football playoff? I think this is really important because... If Florida State backslides, and with this schedule, they really should not. Their most difficult games are on the road. They'll always have momentum at home. But I look at Florida State, and I wonder if that secondary is good enough for the Seminoles to be an 11-12 win team. Can they be that Georgia undefeated juggernaut? I don't think they're good enough to do that. And, you know, frankly, the bigger question there is when you look at Jordan Travis, is Jordan Travis truly one of the top dual threat quarterbacks in the country? I don't think I can say that. There's a lot of people who tell you that Jordan Travis is a top five quarterback in the country. I think you're out your goddamn mind Mm -hmm. if you were on that kind of Jordan Mm -hmm. Travis bandwagon. I don't think there's any chance that he's a top five quarterback. But that doesn't mean that Florida State's offense won't be explosive. I think the bigger question is the back end of that defense. I think the bigger question is what's going to happen when they run into a quarterback that completes 65% of his passes. Are they going to be able to cover and tackle well enough behind the linebackers to go to the college football playoff? And I'm certainly not going to be the guy that's going to sit here and tell you they are. The schedule lines up for Florida State to do so. But I also think, Jake, when you look at the action network, um, obviously, one of the foremost um, line-setting organizations in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody take a look at the Action Network power rankings? I mean, Georgia, as we're going to talk about in a bit, is is very clearly a media darling. There's no doubt about that. But look down there at number 10. Florida State at 91.5 is getting a real look at at the college football playoff from the Action Network. And did I mention that the action network also has Florida and Michigan playing in the Rose Bowl, the college football semifinal. Now they have Florida State losing to Michigan, but it's pretty remarkable that Florida State is getting all of this love and my question is what is it all based on? Yeah. Because when I look at Florida State and I look at their, you know, I I look at their their I don't. What do you want to say? Their most important performers? I don't think there's any doubt that Jared versus is not even close. He's their most important player. Yes. If he does not have an all-world uh, year off the edge for Florida State, their defense is going to be in trouble. If he does not have 8-10 sacks this year, and that is a massive season for him, if that does not happen, they do not go to the college football playoff. And I think we could sit here and we can talk about any number of guys. Certainly Jordan Travis and Johnny Wilson are two guys, and I know you love Johnny Wilson. Right,
2: yeah.
0: But
1: I think you you look at, at, at verse, uh, you know, Fentrell Cypress is a guy that I think is going to have to have a massive season. He's an upperclassman. He's a corner at Florida State. I think he's got to have a huge season. I, I would also point out that Akeem Dent, I think Akeem Dent has to be a significantly better player than he was or has been at any time in his football existence. Mm -hmm. He has to be a far better player. That secondary is what's going to limit or push Florida State forward.
0: Yeah, and and I look at last year's schedule for Florida State, and you know I look at some of these games that they had against quality opponents, and. You know, I look at at the game against Clemson, obviously they lost that one 34-28, okay? So you allowed your opponent to have more than 30 points. That's typically a recipe for a loss, typically. Uh I also look at the LSU win, 24-23, super tight game, edged them out, right? Like so I mean this team is clearly capable, but but the thing that 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 I look at is like, hey, you beat Florida last year 45-38. Like you when you win big games, you don't win it with defense. You usually win it with offense, which I understand, but if we're talking about them being a college football playoff team, don't don't you have
1: to have a little bit better of a defense? I mean don't you have to be oh, they do. you know, if their I, defense I, will have to be significantly better and I'm telling you up front, they're gonna be fine. The biggest question is can they cover and tackle in the secondary? And if, if you get guys, that don't have the seasons that we're talking about. And again, I think Jared Verse, I would also probably point to Fabian Lovett. I would also point to, you know, a a Braden Fisk. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just think you have to have huge performances out of that front seven getting to the quarterback.
0: Well, is Mike Norvell the guy too? I mean, I think that's another question. I mean, remains you know, to be seen. I mean, again, we can we can talk about them having a better back end, no doubt about it. And they need it, no question about it. And they've got a nice front, front four, I guess it'd be. But but you know, can Mike Norvell take you to that next level in terms of coaching? Because again, all the other teams don't really have question marks. You know, when you look at all the other college football playoff teams, you cannot like Jim Harbaugh or Ryan Day or Nick Saban or whoever you want to point to. But those guys obviously have enough name recognition. The
1: difference is this is supposed to be the year that Florida State's better than Clemson. Yeah. Now, they haven't beaten Clemson in some time, yeah. but I look at their schedule. That LSU game, where is that LSU game? I would remind people that that LSU game is in Orlando in at Orlando, Camping World. That is not in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. I would remind people that they're at Clemson this year. I would remind people they're at Wake Forest this year, which I know has been, you know, a, a kind of a difficult game for them. I would remind people they're at Pitt this year. And I don't think anybody has a real idea of just how difficult Pitt can be at home. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the home games, you look at the games at Florida State should win they will have significant momentum going into all of their biggest games but one and it's LSU because it is Saturday it is obviously it is the it is the it is the the, the first game of the year it's probably the game of the year but they go from LSU to Southern Miss at home at Boston College the big one's 923 September 23rd at Clemson but then it's Virginia Tech Syracuse and Duke Duke's dangerous enough to beat you, but they're not going to Tallahassee and winning. Wake for, At Wake Forest, at Pitt. And then the one game I think they have a real chance to lose at home is Miami. Right? But that's third from the last game of the year. Mm. It's in November. You're probably going to be tuned up and ready to go. It's, it's a very, a better than decent Miami team. They're certainly better Miami than they were last year. Right. Yeah. Which probably isn't saying much. But then it's North Alabama and at Florida, and I think Florida State's significantly more talented than Florida. Oh, well,
0: but I look at the Florida game, and, and I don't disagree with that, but I also look at it and I say, hey, that's a rivalry, right? Obviously, and I think that, you know, you have a chance here looking at their schedule. You know, if you can find, find your way, a, a way to beat Clemson this year, right, and you look down the rest of this schedule, not really seeing much adversity after Clemson. And then I see a big opportunity against Florida to finish your regular season schedule with a bang. And and to me, this schedule lines out as a college football playoff yeah. schedule, assuming that you can beat LSU and you can beat Clemson because everybody else should be an auto win if you're a college football playoff team. I don't want to hear about excuses well, about Wake Forest and Duke and like these are teams that that a college football playoff caliber team should handle and I might say manhandle. I I, w- I would expect you know plus thirty points for your offense you know and and keeping them under what 24
1: 27 Yeah, I think you would you would hope so. You would hope so. But you know, listen, I I I think Florida State's at a very difficult point in time. They I think this year they have to win the ACC. Yeah. Because they're they're they should be better than Clemson. Should be better than Clemson. I don't know that they are. And we'll find out. Obviously, September twenty third. But if they don't win this year, and I know the expanded college football playoff, and I get it. If they don't win this year, uh, you just feel uh, you feel like they're irrelevant. Well, and I, I, you, I truly do,
0: dude. You look at their schedule last year, and, and it's and it's similar in the sense that you had LSU early. You know, you have Clemson in the middle, and you have Florida at the end. I mean, that's the common setup for a Florida State's schedule, and their big issue. Last year was you couldn't get it going in the middle of your schedule. You lost to Wake Forest, NC State, and Clemson, three in a row, back but to back you, to back.
1: You, they've they have had a plague with Wake Forest. Well, this is the year that's got to that's got to change. Yeah, and you can't lose at home. Yeah, you can't lose at home. All of this to say, there's nothing really new in the in ACC expansion. Um, and I don't know, I don't know. I put it at seventy thirty. it happens. I think it, it makes too much financial sense. Mm-hmm. ESPN is planning that it is going to happen, which makes me think, I mean, you're going to bring $72 million into the conference. You're going to bring in power universities in Stanford and Cal. Yeah. You're going to bring in a ton of new revenue outside of whatever ESPN pays you. I mean, you would be really stupid with this grant of rights Not to add Florida State or not to add Stanford and Cal if you're Florida State. Yeah. This would be, and on top of that, obviously, you know, everybody's favorite Dallas University, SMU. But you would be really stupid not to do this. Yeah. All right, let's get your thoughts. Lance Johnson for two bucks. Thanks for the Kopech over four and a half strikeout. Here's your cut. Hey. He's talking about prize picks. We have got, we went undefeated last night, basically. We went. Some of us some of us some of us right i i would like to point out that my mother <clears throat> my guy Corey Seeger, the other night mm-hmm. right like who hooked you up on that mm-hmm. this guy mm-hmm. i did mm-hmm. but you look at our you look at our picks last night i'm i've got the picks for tonight i feel coming up here in an hour and 10 minutes prize picks download the app use the link in the description below we put out a 30, $30 spot on our prize picks for tonight. There's a Dean Kramer promo that's going on right now in the in the uh, prize picks app under Major League Baseball strikeouts. Go get it right now. Dude, I'm telling you. And I want to make sure it's still there. Let me, let me tell you what this promo is. And if you don't know prize picks, it's in the description below. You guys got to go and get it. Prize picks essentially gives you a more or less proposition every single day. Yesterday, we were undefeated. I think I gave you six, six picks, and I was six for six last night. Um, But the the Dean Kramer promo is expiring. Hurry up. Click the link right now. You probably still have time to get it. Somebody's going to get punched in the face on the show at 430 for one of his pitcher picks, and he knows what it is. There will be blood. But right. Lance, thank you for sharing in the profit. McKay Boyle. Hello, McKay. Who has the worst president AD duo, ASU or San Diego State? The statement released by Arizona State today, I don't know how many people saw this. Arizona State released a statement saying because there was so much pressure on them to explain why they self imposed a bull ban for this season, which is just screws their recruits and their transfer portal people. Yeah. They said they did that because of how the Committee on Infractions had punished teams previously. So what's the only problem with that? It shows a complete uh, uh, unawareness, inability to learn, listen, read, or write on behalf of the ASU administration because the Committee on Infractions, one of their edicts to, to NCAA members is don't make decisions based on our past actions. Why is that? Oh, because the Committee on Infractions is constantly turning over. It's case to case. The members on the committee are case to case. So you can't judge based on prior action.
0: Well, and as the track record builds in in the big picture, like obviously precedent's going to change, you know? Like Obviously, as more violations are committed, uh, we have more violations to reference and compare to and measure off of. And so the idea that you would self-impose
1: is crazy. They judged their self-imposed bull ban on the penalty that Tennessee was given of a $8 million financial enhancement penalty in lieu of a postseason ban. Number one, the penalties at Tennessee were completely different. Number two, those people are not on the Arizona State Herm Edwards recruiting violations, mass recruiting violations, committee on infractions.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You're 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 dumb. Ray Anderson is incompetent. Michael Crow should have sports and athletics in general taken away from him. It, this is just it's a bad look. One of the stupidest decisions I have ever seen it's remarkable. Mike Smith, ASU President Crow said they followed the Apple Star Trek model, and that simulator said a bull ban was the way to go. Listen, man, I've used that Apple uh simulator model uh on how to <laughs> how to produce better better co-hosts, and clearly it just <clears throat> <clears throat> it just spits out co-hosts who hate the Cubs.
3: Constantly. Because it's
1: garbage and, Sorry, bud, And get wind-blown hole-in-ones. Sorry, bud. Jerk. Uh, let's see. Lance, uh, FSU, quote, come on, guys. Would giving FSU 50% really hurt you that much? Hey, guys. Yeah, it well, hey probably would. Stand for $5. I heard that in addition to foregoing ACC TV revenue for five years, SMU has also agreed to spot every team seven points in each conference game. <laughs> well, that's only in Frisbee golf competition. Right. You know, it's fourteen points in football because you know SMU is just that good. And stuff, you know, and and stuff. Uh, Cleveland rocks. Will TCU get a beat down? Give a beat down to Colorado? Well, this is one of the games of the year. Yeah, the TCU Colorado game, and I have not checked the line on that in a couple of days. So before I open my vast awesomeness of of oral expletives onto the world. Yeah, that line is still over 20 points. It's TCU 20 and a half. Now, that's at Carter and Fort Worth. Right. So, I think they do not cover that 20 and a half. That's a huge number. By the way, Max Duggan got cut. Sad day. is going to win that game. TCU will be... I think TCU has a chance to be top 10 by the time they get to BYU... October 14th. They don't have, with all due respect. Right. The boys in Fort Worth, Colorado, Nichols. Bro, who? Nick, Dude, not what? Nichols.
0: Dude, wh- wh- where do they get these teams?
1: Bro, what are you talking about, man? But Jake, Nichols? It, it's the Nichols Colonels. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I believe they are a popcorn manufacturing university. uh, what? Nichols at Houston. uh, Well, shit, I forgot. They're going to lose the SMU game. We all know SMU runs Dallas. Okay? Tarrant County. Tarrant County, mother... (coughs) Uh, We all know they're going to lose to SMU. Right. Uh, No. They're going to be 4-0. I think they're going to be 5-0 because West Virginia sucks. Yeah. Uh, At Iowa State, who's gambling on that game besides the... uh, I should see, stop. So see what he did there. It, so the, I, Iowa State as a gambling, at the state you know, of the, Iowa, the whole
0: thing is a you know. gambling controversy and stuff. And so he made a joke about, hey, who wants to gamble on that game? Because okay. it's Iowa State and
1: stuff. Who's taking action? I'm going to do that. At Iowa State, home for BYU October 14th. And then I think their real test is uh, the last five weeks of the season. Mm. Just squat down so it's easier to kick you in the nuts. At K-State, at Texas Tech, Texas, Baylor, Oklahoma. Damn. Well, that was fun, wasn't Please. it? Please. I mean, you felt really good going into Manhattan. Man, we were 10-0. and 0. Dude, I thought we were going to dress up as national champions on Halloween. It's a big thrill! Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, you'll be undefeated going to K-State. You'll be, like, yeah. top 10. Yeah. I think pretty easily, but yeah. we'll see. The schedules are just so. Come on. Jimmy Otson, Let me tell you a secret. Colorado is not good. Take TCU with the spread. <laughs> Jimmy Otson, our resident bookie. Uh, Jeff Woodworth. CU will play TCU with two toes behind their backs. <laughs> it's a Deion Sanders joke. That's a joke. Deion Sanders so doesn't have per- 10 toes thing. You could cut the toes off. Got it. Got I get it. you a toe. Uh, Mike Smith, SMU called and told FSU that SMU will uh, was willing to vote no on expansion if if it gets them into the ACC. FSU hung up the phone and told Boosters, we got this in the bag. Hey, guys. In the bag. OG Gary, TCU for sure loses their last five, too. Seriously. Hey, Gary, by the way, uh, what's going on with Utah? I think Cam Rising and Bran Keithy play. I, I have a real problem believing they don't. But the number's only six and a half. And and the other day, we were looking at it. You can get four in some places. Hmm. So, I mean, there, it, it's moved quite a bit, uh, depending on where you get your numbers from. But is Utah seven points better than Florida? If Cam Rising plays, they are.
0: Yeah, I think they probably are, dude. I think they probably are. I mean, most yeah, six and a half is yeah, seemingly the
1: unanimous number. I want JaQuindon Jackson. I
0: mean, you guys got to remember the line started at Utah favored by nine. Utah minus yeah. nine.
1: I want JaQuindon Jackson to run for a thousand yards in the first half. <laughs> I want to see. I want this offense built around JaQuindon Jackson and Brand Keithy. I want it <laughs> because I think. I think JaQuindon Jackson has the opportunity to be a special running back. Remember, this is a kid that could have gone to a lot of places. JaQuindon Jackson. He is a kid from Dallas. I'm sure many on this show know that name. Why didn't he go to SMU? Uh, yeah, well, I can't. I can't. Or uh, you know, I can't believe no. And not, stuff. Not going to do it. JaQuindon Jackson's a hell of a, a player. Quarterback who's now a running back, and he's a really good one. And I think he's a guy that you you've got to lean on him. Yeah. I think I think Utah wins. I do. I'll feel a lot better about that prediction if if Cam Rising and Brand Keithy run out there and look good. Deo Donuts. Utah and ASU are a little ungrateful for a home, yet they have no shot ever of joining us in the Big. Joining us. us. How is so? Here's what I understand. How is Utah ungrateful? I I love this. this is about Kyle Whittingham. Yeah. So Kyle Whittingham the other day basically railed against the status quo that used to be college football. He was asked about the BYU-Utah Holy War. And he said, well, it's great now, but we're not going to play it in five years because everything's going to be different again. God bless. And he insinuated that Utah might not be in the the Big 12. Uh Or at least that's what people would like to believe. Mm -hmm. You guys, this is not controversial. This is not Kyle Whittingham saying that the Big 12 is a way station. This is not Kyle Whittingham saying that the Big 12 sucks and it's the truck stop conference that everybody flies over. This is Kyle Whittingham saying realignment is never going to be done. Realignment is going to consistently happen. He's talked about the fact that college football is shrinking by expanding. Mm-hmm. He's talked about this at nauseum, and he's not wrong. I, I We have got to get to a point where we as men don't constantly have to grab our ball sack every time somebody says something that makes us uncomfortable. right? We don't have to look, oh, God. All I have in this world is my balls right? and like, my word. What are we doing? Kyle Winningham... Spoke truth and it pissed a bunch of people off. Oh, they don't like the big 12. Well, guess what? They're going to win the big 12 multiple times. Now, do they leave in five years? No, they won't. They have a grant of rights. They're going to be there. Mm -hmm. But does that mean that the, 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 big 12 doesn't change or evolve in five years? No. And if you're a big 12 fan, don't you want your conference to constantly change and evolve? This is not controversial. Let's stop looking to get pissed off. Let's stop looking to be, you know, a handful of grab ass every time somebody says something. Because, it, it, frankly, it's just not necessary. I've never understood this thing where we lose our ever-loving minds because people are like, my God, I can't believe it. Yeah. Prize picks one hour from right now. By the way, if you were in our members-only Instagram chat group, you already had our prize picks. Our guy, Lopes Van Gabe... Asked us, hey, can you guys post your prize picks earlier in the members-only group? Certainly. Certainly, sir. So if you're in the members-only group, we already posted our prize picks in there. After our uh, dominating, undefeated performance yesterday. That's (laughs) right. That's right. Made you money. You guys owe us money. You understand? Like We made you money yesterday on prize picks. That's right. We made you money. Yeah. And I appreciate Rodney sending us that screen grab of that $500 win. Damn right. Boom. Corey Seager the other night. Boom. 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 Out of here. Love it. Hooking you guys up. Uh, Cougar tracks. A lot of money is being spent on truck stops, bringing them up to uh, Pac-12 standards. They better like it. (laughs) 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 Uh, OG Gary. K-Dub never disrespected anyone. You all need to chill. No one and their dead grandma didn't think the pack was going to implode like tight... Well. I mean, with all due respect to my dead grandmother, I think we did. But that's fine. Uh, oh, no. This time last year. Oh, no, that's true. It was a fair statement. I agree. Utah Jizz. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Wait, can we just real
0: quick? W- w- what kind of name is this?
1: Okay. Uh, Kyle has seen Utah go from the WAC to the Mountain West to the PAC to the Big 12 in his tenure. The dude has just has perspective. I agree. I agree. Andrew Streeter, what's up with you, Andrew? To be fair, Witt and the Utes have earned a reputation of pettiness and arrogance. Please. Anybody that thinks Kyle Whittingham is petty or arrogant doesn't know a thing about Kyle Whittingham. I totally disagree. I totally disagree. Yeah, I don't know where you're getting that. Yeah, Uh, Provo Cougar fan. Sad if the U of U plays Rising 2 so he gets hurt for the season. So you really think they're going to play him before he's ready. There's not a chance in the world that's going to happen. Florida is not worth the risk with the game at Eccles. I I don't think they it's a risk at all. I think Cam Rising appears to be ready to rock and roll. Yeah. It would it to me anyway. They don't the I think the problem in the perception of Utah that a lot of people don't understand, they don't care what you think. Yeah. They don't care what I think. They care what they think. And it's what's made Utah football so dominant over the last five years. They've built a juggernaut, not based on your opinion, because they don't care. It, it's it's Nick Saban and the schedule, yeah, and the the depth chart, and like this Jim Harbaugh thing today. Uh-huh. Did you guys see the Jim Harbaugh thing today? I, and, and I I am a noted. <laughs> He has our full respect. I don't like Jim Harbaugh. I, I, this guy... I, mean, I, I Is Jim Harbaugh a victim or just straight up a jerk?
3: I don't think I ever missed three in a row. Um, and I had all kinds of injuries. I mean, the ribs, the, the broken fingers, things like that. Um, concussions never kept me out of a game. Um, had an MCL that put a brace on and played. Um, had a shoulder separation that I think that might have been two games, might have been three. It was at the end of the season, so it would have been it would have been more though. But uh, it's when people say it's a, I've heard people comment it's a slap on the wrist. It's it's more like a baseball bat to the kneecaps uh, or, or to the to the shoulder. That's what I, I, I equate everything to football. I've never missed never missed three games, you know. Unless it was for a broken arm or a dislocated shoulder.
1: Guy. <laughs> what do you on, mean dude. it's a it's a baseball bat to the knees? Yeah, I know. East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers. Holy cow. And, oh, I'm sorry. Not Rutgers. Just Bowling Green. Jim, I don't know if you realize this. You committed heinous recruiting violations. You... The slap on the wrist is a reference to the fact you should have been fired for what you did. You committed, it's not even the the dark period during COVID violations you're alleged to have committed. It's the allegations that you not only deterred the investigation, misled the investigation. And then when they finally got you to talk You allegedly lied to investigators. Lie detector test determined that was a lie. So let's just believe that it's true that you're a lying, conniving, recruiting violator who doesn't win enough games at Michigan. Again, explain to me how you still have a job when you committed the same violations, allegedly, Um. that ASU committed. When you, you know, had allegedly kids on campus during COVID to recruit them. Allegedly and then lied about it and misrepresented things allegedly and misled and connived your way through the investigation. And now we're talking about three games against your mom's knitting circle and you're calling it a a bat to the knees. Jim, the problem is you're not a football coach. You're an asshole. That's what this makes you congratulations, you finally beat Ohio State at the shoe. Way to go, bud. It's not a baseball bat to the knees of your life, which is what you're talking about. It's a baseball bat to the knees of the ethics and integrity that Michigan football has been built on, that you just took a blowtorch to, much like you did at the San Francisco 49ers, where you were overrated and you got your ass run out of town. So Jim, you're not special, you're not unique, you're not this guy who wears these cool glasses and my Michigan ball cap, look at my dad pod. Go iron your khakis in somebody else's coach's office. You're a douche. You're supposedly so in demand in the NFL, go take a job in the NFL where ethics don't seem to really matter that much. But please don't sit here and preach at me about what a victim you are and people are taking a baseball bat to your knees. Oh my God, you poor, poor man. By the way, one other thing I wanna point out. (laughs) So Jim Harbaugh has also been this, this guy that has towed the company line And he's always been very, very (laughs) quiet and non-political. Well, apparently when the Committee on Infractions is ready to come down with the hammer on you in what most people think could be a full six-game ban next year and a bull ban for Michigan, hmm, all of a sudden Jim Harbaugh thinks college football players are unfairly comp compensated
3: continue to advocate for that today a system of revenue sharing with the students at student athletes i'm aware and understand that when someone speaks out in defense of those without a voice attempts are made to diminish the individual's character and credibility as a former player and current coach mentoring many of these student athletes what i want to do is be a voice for the student-athletes. I want them to be treated with the respect and the dignity that they deserve. What I don't understand is how the NCAA, television networks, conferences, universities, and coaches can continue to pull in millions and in some cases billions of dollars in revenue off the efforts of college student-athletes across the country. Without providing enough opportunity to share in the ever increasing revenues, when a student athlete when student athletes call it a game, the corporate types call it a business. When the student athletes call it a business, corporate types call it a game.
2: Hmm.
1: Wow, man.
0: Holy cow, Jim. dude! Do you want an award, bro? Jimmy. Man, <laughs> dude. I mean, I. Wow. I am moved. It I. Really I,
1: hit I, me. I mean wow
3: he has our full respect
1: i mean you're no kenny dillingham but i mean you jumped right into my soul because you don't have a soul uh, right or here. i would talk at you're a soulless prick but anyway my <sighs> point is you jumped right into my soul and it just made me realize wow jim harbaugh all of a sudden you're in trouble with the ncaa and you know a significant penalty is coming so now oh now jim harbaugh at michigan's willing to talk truth to power and uh, we've got to pay the players and i know when somebody speaks out in controversy oh wow (laughs) look at you (laughs) jimmy sticking your neck out there for the little guy the player that you recruited on campus during the covid dark period man wow
0: well it wasn't his neck it was his broken shoulder from the bat or maybe his knee
1: do, do you do you see how disingenuous this guy is where was this when when a year ago when guys were trying to figure out how NIL worked where was this 2 years ago jim when nobody knew the landscape but you were right there talking about taking money out of the pockets of the nc oh you weren't cuz you you, that's right. You hadn't gotten caught yet. Uh, but now that you have been caught, that's what this is. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh is not a hero. Jim Harbaugh is not somebody that is fighting for the truth and the cause of the weak. Fighting for those who cannot fight for themselves. That's not, that's not who Jim Harbaugh is. Don't put on a cape. You're not Superman. In my opinion, you are are, are see-through you are disingenuous and you are looking for support from your players.
0: Schemers trying to control their That's little world.
1: And maybe hey look, maybe all of the the Michigan apologists are like bowing down at the altar of Harbaugh. I'm not one of those. Clearly, I'm not. <laughs> Jim it, it, you're you're just that guy who thinks you are a messiah and you truly are the devil. You are the exact opposite. You are the de- you are what's wrong, Jim Harbaugh. With the way the kids are treated in college, you're what's wrong with it. Yeah. And now you want to sit up here on a dais when you're about to get the hammer dropped on you and crusade against the NCAA. Ah, oh, it's amazing the timing <coughs> how this worked. Wow, what a what a jerk. Yeah, I, I just I am just not a, the
0: ultimate schemer, dude. Ultimate yeah. schemer,
1: Mike Smith. It's almost like there are people in here who don't like the Monty show, but they keep watching the Monty show to tell us how much they don't like the Monty show. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and we appreciate it. Cause you guys aren't breaking us, man. You're making us dude. We've had, we've picked up 7,000 subs in the last 28 days. You guys. Yeah. Like, Hey, appreciate you're you you're all welcome here. Everybody is welcome here. David B. Jim Harbaugh and FSU. Nobody cares. Oh, I, I would say, Oh, contraire, my friend. I think they care a lot. Yeah. They care a lot. Uh, Let's talk about expansion. No, I'm good. Uh, don't care about Coach Khakis. Like, but you understand that this guy is like a significant presence in college athletics. Yeah, like by the way, Jim we Harbaugh. have talked about expansion today. Just want to point it's, that out. It's Jim Harbaugh. That's what's amazing. T. Higgins is a badass. Jim Harbaugh would make the perfect U.S. senator. He lies so easily, just like a politician. Yes. He does. <laughs> Jeff Woodworth. He knows more kids will go to the Big than the SEC if the if they revenue share could be, could be, could be. Uh, let's see. Roundabout. He must be losing his ass in recruiting, so he turned to this angle to virtue signal. Yeah, I think he's looking at the fact that he won't be the center of attention on a Saturday afternoon for the next three weeks. Yeah. Because of this self-imposed three-week suspension of Jim Harbaugh, which only means he can't be on the sidelines during games. That's all it means. During the week, he's coaching. He's setting the game plan. He's preparing the team. Yeah. It just means he's not on the sideline on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Dale Donuts, Harbaugh is just wanting to find an edge his university can take advantage of where some, even in his own conference, cannot afford that mess. Yeah, because he's already in neck deep, dude, with the NCAA. Yeah. Yeah. Why does he care? He doesn't. He knows that now, if he's ever going to say this, now is the time to say it. Why do you think no other coach has ever said this?
0: Yeah, and by the way, I I think he's not scared of getting fired either. I think Jim Powell is perfectly comfortable with the idea that he may not be here next year. Because of this situation,
1: yeah, it, and it's it's so remarkable that this is one of the top stories in college football. Uh, unbelievable, like, and I get it. Again, I get it.
0: Yeah, I mean, people screwing up college football always finds a way to the top of the stack. I mean, again, whether it's FSU always. or whether it's you know Arizona State or, or or whether it was Kirk Schultz all those weeks ago or now Jim Harbaugh. I mean. You know, again, uh, you all remember what uh, at the end of last college football season when, you know, Jimbo and Nick Saban were having their fight over recruiting and, you know, Nick accused Jimbo of pay for play. Like, dude, we've seen this before. The only difference is Jim's intentions here are about as disingenuous as it gets.
1: And I I think it's so see-through. I I do. It's probably a really good time to let you know that. Uh, bucked Up Energy is the official energy provider of the Monty show every day on the show at this time or usually earlier, but sometimes later. Uh we will drink a bucked up buckshot. And just like that, we are powered up for the next two hours and fifteen minutes of the Wow, that was a terrible dude, throw. Come on, up, dude. Of the program. Uh, because bucked up just gives you a product that works because it's got quality ingredients to give you long lasting energy. There's no crashes, there's no spikes. You just feel better mentally. So if you gotta finish that reporting, if you gotta finish paying your bills or like me, I'm doing my taxes and you need bucked up. Get a shot, get that mental clarity in the description below. You can get a free sampler pack of their brand new protein bars. Get to buckedup.com, use the promo code mott 20 uh, to get your bucked up on. I love it. Again, I drink Miami every single day. Uh, I am a Bucked Up Energy fan. Zero sugar. Um, and it just tastes better. It just tastes better. I'm a huge Bucked Up guy. You know that. Get to uh, BuckedUp.com. Use the promo code monty 20 if you're in the great state of Utah. Of course, you can go to Bucked Up stores across the Wasatch Front, including St. George, Farmington Station. Say, hey, I heard about you on the Monty Show. They'll give you a free can of bucked-up energy Uh, coming up in about two minutes. We'll get to football at 50. Let's see. uh, Jim, or Brett Tipton says, Breaking Jim Harbaugh is now league candidate for the upcoming Nobel Peace Prize. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Sean Jenkins. So a Cyclone football player bets on an NBA game. He might have lost his college career, but Harbaugh does major violations and only gets a three-weekend vacation. Oh, he'll get more than that.
0: Yeah, this is just what Michigan's trying to do to make it look nice.
1: They had actually, using terminology that people can understand, they had pled this down to a four-game suspension. Mm -hmm. Jim Harbaugh had admitted nothing. They were going to take a four-game suspension. Okay, everything was done. Got to the committee on their fractions, and they're like, no, this isn't enough. We never agreed to this. Committee on fractions threw it out. Michigan gave him a three-game suspension. And now there will be no penalty from the committee on infractions this season. But next season they're going to drop the hammer on him. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. But by the way, Sean, by the way, uh don't don't undersell what happened at, at uh, in the state of Iowa. Yeah. Players betting on any sport is wrong, and they know it's wrong. They've been educated that it's wrong. They knew you cannot gamble if you are an NCAA athlete. Period. It, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. They did. They got caught. It is what it is. Uh, Ahmad says Harbaugh sounded sincere. Yeah, reading from that, that script he wrote. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah,
0: if you watch it again, dude. Straight from the heart. Oh, dude, he's literally like the way he flips the page over. I was just like, dude. We get it, bro. You're just reading a novel here. Like, at least put some effort in. Like, we, you know, that comment earlier about he could be a senator. Yeah, the only difference between Jim and a senator is a senator at least makes it taste good. Jim's just like, here you go. It tastes yeah. like crap, but this is a story.
1: Yeah. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez says the ESPY for, quote, most dramatic press conference goes to... <laughs> Eagle Eye Mojo says, Someone just had the audacity to call me during Monty's rant. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, well, dude, uh, what are they thinking, dude? Yep. T. Higgins is a badass, says Senator Jim Harbaugh, Republican, Michigan. Could be. Right. Um, Roundabout, Harbaugh is as phony as a $4 bill. He really is. That's the thing. Mike Smith, Cheeseburger Mofo, the damn college kids should be able to buy a cheeseburger. Jim talking with sad music playing in the background. Yeah. And that's it's the sad thing. It actually takes the focus off of the real issue, which is a bunch of millionaires and billionaires reaching in the pocket of of kids who, in a lot of cases, don't have two nickels to rub together, and they just want to be able to have Nil money. And these these millionaire billionaire politicians are trying to say, well, if you don't graduate, yeah, we're not going to be able to give you medical benefits. So wait, I you have to graduate. Or if I got hurt playing football, I don't know like CTE, that new CTE study that came out on Monday, something like that where these under 30 year olds have a pervasive brain injury and it's usually CTE when they when they are dead before 30. An overwhelming number of them are football players. Yeah, but they don't get benefits because they didn't graduate. Sorry, you guys are losers, thanks. That's unbelievable, <coughs> it's unbelievable. In my mind, it's, it's unbelievable. a bad look. Football 50, 10 to the hour. Every hour on the Monty Show is presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Papa Murphy's Pizza, the official pizza of the Monty Show, presenting football at 50. Use the promo code Monty25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. Prize picks coming up in 37 minutes. Stick around for that. All right, you guys. Now, I know this has been really controversial on the show. The show. Demar Hamlin and his body double made the Buffalo Bills 53-man <laughs> roster.
0: Fake Demar Hamlin's chilling in the locker.
1: <laughs> One of the weirdest stories I've heard. Anyway, uh, Damar Hamlin made the 53-man roster of the Buffalo Bills. Surprised? Not surprised?
0: Uh, not surprised, but at the same time, I, you know, I think Demar deserves a lot of credit. I mean, you're talking about a terrifying freak incident that he went through. And, you know, again, just the concept. Like, think about this. Like, hey, you got hit at the exact moment to make your heart stop and have you collapse on the field. And and there was doubt that you were ever gonna play again, and now you're back out there. And it's and the question I had was, if you're Demar, you know, when do you start trusting it? Because obviously you have to trust it to play, but it's like, man, like there's got to be some level of anxiety on that first real live action rep, dude. Yeah, the
1: first time you run your face into another football player, that's got to be terrifying. Yeah, absolutely has to be terrifying. How about this story in Indianapolis? Jonathan Taylor not traded by the Colts. They instead placed him on the physically unable to perform list. He will be out the first month of the season. I don't get this because the Colts had multiple offers. They said did not meet the minimum bar of value they were seeking. And they have decided to keep a malcontent running back on their roster. They're going to pay him and they're not going to play him for a month. Mm-hmm. Are you surprised they didn't trade him?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't understand why NFL teams want to toil with distraction. I, I mean, that's great. You want to put him on the Pup List. That's fine. Obviously, he's not going to play. But but I don't know why you'd want to continue to pay him. I don't know why you wouldn't want to just move on from the dude. Like, what is the angle? What my, The first thing I thought of was, okay, you obviously weren't going to trade him because this minimum bar crap is exactly that. It's a it's a it's a crap excuse for not getting a trade done. You didn't want to trade this guy. And I'm just curious in the next four weeks, what is what exactly is the play? Because I highly doubt it's just paying dude to sit on the couch.
1: I don't understand this. Uh, he's, I don't think he ever plays for the Colts again. But one, here's why you don't have your fantasy draft at the start of August. Yeah. I know so many people are like, oh, we get it done early, man. Guys, 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 guys. We use a snake format, too, man. It's amazing. No. <laughs> no, it's not amazing. Yeah,
0: did that Cobra format calculate for the uh, for you know, X Ursae factor, for Jim and factor? You know,
1: his, uh getting pulled over with cash and a briefcase thing? Yeah, yeah. don't
0: you know who I am?
1: I'm amazing that they didn't trade him. I, I think it's crazy. Then there's this Kelly Stafford story. Matthew Stafford, the quarterback of the LA Rams. Yeah. His wife, who is incredibly, incredibly easy on the eyes. Right. Kelly Stafford on her own podcast. Which you should probably listen to because she curses a lot and she has a nice little accent. Uh Kelly Stafford said that Matthew Stafford's having trouble connecting with young NFL players because they don't know how to talk and individually communicate. Right. Jake, you're somebody who doesn't know how to talk and you don't individually communicate. Do you buy into her story?
0: Uh, yeah, I do. I I think that culturally speaking, the next generation is about phones, not about people. And I think that's just the reality of the situation. And I think, you know, NFL organizations and really, you know, I, I would say most professional sports organizations, excluding, I don't know, probably hockey, because hockey players, culturally speaking, are very social people, um, you know, I think need to find a way to work around this. Like, like, hey, you know, can't you got to fishbowl the cell phones during meetings. You got to force the cell phone out of the equation while you're in meetings and while you're in team bonding situations. Because, again, these guys are just going to chill on their phone. Like, literally, the culture for Gen Z is, hey, like for athletes in Gen Z, it's, hey, if I'm not doing athlete stuff, I'm probably on my phone or I'm probably eating something.
1: Yeah, but she can't say this. Well. You cannot, if you are Kelly Stafford, and you're married to an NFL quarterback. You can't say he's having trouble relating to the other players in the locker room.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think this is probably dumb. not great by her. But I, but I think, you know, yeah. I, I think it's the reality. I think it's what no one really wants to talk about. I agree. She shouldn't be saying it. Absolutely you can't not. Say it. But but I think that it is the reality of the situation. I do think we experience this all the time. It, it annoys me to no end when people are just chilling on their phone when they're sitting around a table. You know, like I, I like it's like I, I we went do you to, do that I don't think I do that a whole lot I we went to breakfast with mrs Monty's friends and we weren't on our phones a lot they were well I wasn't and that's all I care about
1: <laughs> no I, I I agree with you but again the Rams are gonna be very mid this year I think they are yeah. gonna be a 500 maybe one game over team he's hit the end of his rope in his NFL career just based on how much damage he has taken physically this is the last thing, Matthew Stafford. You cannot tell me those two did not have an argument over this. I'm sure they did. Uh, I, if I'm Matthew Stafford, I am horrified that my wife said that on a podcast, on her own podcast, by the way. Real quick, uh, see YouTube TV offers student rates for Sunday Ticket. Yeah so if you are a student of any kind and i believe it's 18 years or older youtube tv is going to give you a significant discount 109 dollars on the sunday ticket this is yeah. a good deal
0: yeah i think it's a really good deal and i think that what's really cool about this is you know everyone immediately went to well what if you already bought it okay that's cool if you're a student youtube is gonna is gonna fix that for you they're gonna say okay you paid the 400 some odd dollars for sunday ticket before you you know were able to, before we roll this program out let's go ahead and, and mend the fence there let's cover the the difference there and we're good to go so you know I, I think that YouTube TV gets it they want as many eyeballs as they can because they want to keep the Sunday ticket on YouTube TV for as long as possible
1: yeah I think it is uh it's going to be a very interesting run uh the first year on on YouTube TV. And I think it's a big one. I think this is... I'm just excited to be able to access it
0: on my phone really easily.
1: But this is the beginning of a new way of watching big time sports. Yeah. It's all stream. It's YouTube TV. It's the NFL. If the NFL fails to draw on YouTube TV, What does that mean for the future of streaming and sports? I think this is a really landmark year for streaming. You should really pay attention. And I'm curious in the comments, how many of you have Sunday ticket uh, on YouTube TV? Um, And I know that if you have Sunday ticket, you're going to watch it while eating a Papa Murphy's calzone. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do calzones.
0: Papa Murphy's does calzones? Oh, I think you mean I do the calzones. And how do you do it, dad? How do I do
1: it? How do I do it? Uh, Well, we do it with fresh ingredients and hand-shredded cheese tucked in a scratch-made dough. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. Hey, don't forget the calzones. Order now at papamurphys.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza. The official Pizza of the Money program. Right here on YouTube. Make sure you use the promo code money 25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. And boys and girls, let's not forget to get those take-and-bake chocolate chip cookies along with the marinara meatballs that you pour on top of your calzone. Now, I'm not saying to pour the make-and-bake chocolate chip cookies on top of the calzone before you pour the meatballs, but chocolate chip marinara meatballs, they're not bad either. (laughs) Check it out. Do it your way. Fresh. Every single day, Papa Murphy's Pizza. <laughs> I don't know how long that was going to go on for, but Papa Murphy's Pizza, the official pizza of the Monty Show. Make sure you tell them you heard about it uh, right here on the show. Graham, hour number two of the show. I'm in a singing mood today. Yeah. I'm sorry to tell you guys because I can't sing a lick. Uh, hour number two of the show is brought to you by friends at TryDayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. You guys stop complaining about going back to the office. I hear it almost every day when I'm talking to people about the greatness of Triday Trading. I'm frustrated, they're making me go back in. I gotta pay for a train pass, I gotta pay for a parking pass, don't do that. Stay at home, run your own business and make more money than you are making now. The average graduate of Tri-Day Trading's program that trades on a full-time basis makes at least $1,000 a day. And it doesn't matter if the market's great or if the market's bad. It's always a good time to be a day trader because you're in and you're out. You're not in it for the long haul. You're in and you're out. And how do you learn how to do that? With the proprietary software processes and systems that have been in place powering Tri-Day Trading for over a decade. Get there now sign up for their $10 30-day trial membership it's a charitable donation so it's a tax write-off for you and then all you have to do is be in the program for 30 days and at the end of that 30 days they're going to say hey do you want to continue now i don't know that we've ever had anybody not continue who's gone yeah. in. I, I seriously i don't think that's ever happened but if you don't want to continue walk away from it ten dollar charity donation okay great now you know but those of those people that go on and continue through the program, part-time traders are making three to $500 a day. Their full-time traders are making $1,000 a day, $240,000 a year at TridayTrading.com slash Monty. All right, um, a little breaking news out of Major League Baseball. Uh, this is actually a big story. The Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles who actually play in Anaheim, but they hate Disney, so they call themselves Los Angeles. I believe that's a um, uh, exact definition. It was in a press release somewhere from somebody, probably have placed Lucas Giolito, Matt Moore, Ronaldo Lopez, Hunter Renfro, and Randall Gritchik on waivers. This is a big deal because, as Jeff Passan, MLB Insider at ESPN, points out, all of them can be claimed by teams for free on Thursday. This these are impact players. Hunter Renfro. Randall Gritchik are both have a little bing bing in the bat. Lucas Giolito has not been good for the Angels. He is not. You put him on any playoff team and he instantly makes your pitching staff better. Yeah. And I think that those three, Matt Moore, we'll see. I don't know, but Lucas Giolito's got life left in that arm. And I, I'm curious who picks him up. But that's a that's something you don't see very often.
0: No, and I think that the Angels understand with otani's you know ucl issue that that they this is the time to make changes you, you're in the window where you're you can use the excuse hey our star player suffered a season engine ending injury yep. uh he's not going to be back until probably middle of next year at a minimum um you know so we can use this window and the rest of this year to try to figure out what direction we want to take the roster and by the way the astros aren't getting any worse right the division's not getting any worse and so. Uh, They don't get a free pass. They don't get the easy, hey, we just need to win 90 games and we're in the playoff type deal. So that's why I say I I just think that while this is a big move and this is clearly a statement, on some level you understand it.
1: Yeah, you do. And by the way, I would also point out that I say by the way a lot. Um, (laughs) I would also point out. We're watching the end of Shohei Ohtani in an angel's uniform. Yeah. There's no way to spin this. There's no way to sugarcoat it. Facts. Shohei Ohtani, even with this ulnar collateral ligament, the ligament that holds your pitching elbow together, he has a tear in there um, that's going to require surgery. He is going to DH the rest of the year, which now I think is crazy. If I'm Shohei Ohtani, I'm getting surgery as soon as I can. Yeah. He's probably going to get half a billion dollars. Yeah. He is going to get a historically large contract. Most people believe it will be from the Dodgers. We'll see. But you're watching the end of Shohei Otani with the Angels. Yeah. And this organization desperately needs to be sold. Artie Moreno, the owner of the Angels, was so close to selling the team and chose not to do that. And this is the result of him keeping the team. It is a shocking, shocking change. Yeah. Shocking change. Oh, Gary. My Yankees need Otani. You know, I said the same thing, and there are a lot of people who uh, do not believe that Shohei Otani will be a Yankee. Yeah, that he wants to be a a West Coast, and you understand that with his, you know, the proximity to the Pacific Rim, and yeah, you understand that. You absolutely understand that. But uh, boy, that's a big, big story. Uh, what's up, everybody? Why are we having conversations about swingers and skinwalkers and soakers? Skinwalkers? What did I miss? Um, let's see. Dale Donuts. They are always out of the the meatballs. Okay, Jake. Play the play the feel these balls sound sound drop. Bro, why why are we requesting drops about balls? Well, because I I do I have run into this. Papa Murphy sells out of the marinara meatballs on a daily basis because uh-huh. they're phenomenal, you guys. Phenomenal, Mike Harris. I totally disagree with your characterization about Kyle Whittingham. If this was the first classless statement he'd made, it would be one thing, but it's not. I will. We can agree to disagree. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, Mitch Trubiscuit, in honor of Monty, says, "Don't forget the meatballs." If don't, you felt these balls, don't forget the meatballs. Uh, Raider Mark I just switched over to YouTube TV added Sunday ticket in the red zone I like the family sharing plan I love it yes I love it I absolutely love it Um, OG Gary new iPhones in a few weeks are you guys going new iPhone I haven't decided yet feels a bit pricey yeah I don't know and you know my
0: iPhone Apple hasn't started slowing down my current iPhone so you know
1: yeah, which they got sued for, by the way. Uh, James says Papa Murphy's calzones are best done in an air fryer. They well, you're not even lying. Dude. You're not even right. Ri- a- mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, there's there's quite a few there that we could mm, we could argue about how the best way to make a calzone is. Monty's show needs to add fake class schedules for Monty U to help out members get student discounts for the uh, NFL ticket. Well, Monty U. Getting y'all married, man. You right. know. Jeff Woodworth, uh, time to take local community college classes. Man, could you imagine going back to college? No. Nope. Dude, I, I can't. And, uh, I'm not doing it, dude. Good luck to everybody no, who does. I'm not doing I, that. I could not imagine no, doing no, that. Dude. I'm not going I, back to no. class. Sorry, bud. No. No. I, I don't I, need...
0: Dude, I don't need... Little twenty-year-old Jimmy telling me how to sharpen his pencil and you know showing me how to use his Texas calculator. I do not need that in my life.
1: Ooh, OG Gary. I I get the newest iPhone every year. However, I don't get the one terabyte. I get the two fifty-six. Bro, dude, the terabyte's game changer. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always get the terabyte. I don't get the new one every year. I no. think I'm on a thirteen. Yeah. Well,
0: let's let's check and no, let's go uh, i now. i think
1: i'm on a 13 and i'm i'm ready for a new phone but you know what the, the the old axiom about iphones is the problem is they make them last for too long it's still a really good phone that works really well and i'm in their beta software program so i get their software upgrades early mm-hmm. and yeah, I it's, 13 pro max gold yeah, one it, terabyte that's what i have too it's really tough to beat Mapes, what's up, my guy? My daughter turns 18, end of September, and is attending college, so I'm waiting for her to get that Sunday ticket for that sweet, sweet student discount.
2: I know, reset. Love it.
1: Uh, Maury Alvarez, our flavor, favorite Floridian. Where are you? Maury, are you uh, are you in the, I, I, yeah, what is it?
0: Tampa, Orlando, Idalia, Miami. Yeah,
1: yeah dude, Idalia. please. Yeah. Please be careful, Maury. I hope you're well. Time for hurricane party to start, dude. I hope you're okay down there, man. For all we have a lot of listeners in Florida. You guys, please be careful. Please heed the evacuation warnings. It, it is it is so rough in in Florida, and I I love Florida. I love well, I like Florida. I enjoy visiting Florida. I God could bless. never live there. These these hurricanes are my God. Uh, O.G. Gary, I want to go back to school and get my master's. Knock it down. Knock it down. Mike Smith, why would anyone get the newest iPhone every year? There's not enough change between one year and another. Agreed. That's some of it. Uh, Mitch Trubiscuit, I got a 12. Nice. 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 Uh, Mike B, 13. Hell, I'm on a 10. <laughs> Conference Commissioner Gumby, whoa, I'm on a 10. Are you really? OG Gary, Mike, the trade-in value is the best. I only pay 400 for a new phone. That's the truth. If it, and I have a I have a case on my phone, I take really good care of it. I don't knock on wood. I don't generally drop this guy's it. This case is empty, you know. Uh Trubisket, I got a 12 upgraded 3 years ago from an iPhone 5. Definitely needed it. An iPhone wow, 5? Bro. Hey man, that's 16 pin charger, bro. Guys,
0: guys, 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 guys.
1: Uh oh, you're in Lakeland. Good. So you're you're pretty far. I think Lakeland's not near the coast. Let me look cuz I'm not going to claim to know from my old days of of baseball. Uh, El Nino striking again. Dude, this winter better be prolific. Prolific. Drew Christensen, I'm on an iPhone 8 still.
0: Yeah, Lakeland's right in the middle of the track, dude. Lakeland is right between Tampa and Florida.
1: Yeah, but it's inland, isn't it's it? It's inland, yeah. yeah. So flooding, hopefully. Yeah. I Dude, I hope you're good. Yeah, there you go. He said, we're set. We're well inland. Okay, good. Good. You're going to get some rain. You know, Mike Smith, I really don't know what my new phone will be. I'm trying to find a decent new phone with an SD option, but they are getting fewer and fewer SD cards are a thing of the past. Yeah. Thing of the past. Come to the dark side.
0: Yeah, dude. I mean, what are you, what are you, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Just come on. Why are you fighting? Like, why are you fighting? Please. Donnie, you're out of your element. Yeah, dude. Like, come on, man. Just come to the dark side. Do what Mrs. Monty did, get the iPhone, and just oh, be good. That with was it, so dude. good when
1: we got to trade in that note one. Dude. Oh. I mean, the note is just yeah. Because it's garbage. Bye-bye. I enjoyed that. Uh oh Dale Donuts, man. I'm in Orlando every two, three months. Hurricane season always keeps me up at night. I dude. Seriously, be cool, dude. Be cool. Uh let's see. James says I upgraded from a Samsung Galaxy S22 to an S23 Plus. The processor upgrade and bigger screen was worth it. It is. Yeah. It is. Because phones now are so fast. So, so fast. Uh, let's see. Chris. Uh, Chris Hoopay? Chris. Uh, I'm in Clearwater Beach. Bring it on. Oh, dude. Be cool. Clearwater Beach. Clearwater. So nice. Uh, Mike Maples. Uh, Monty, are we getting into Putin today or will the sh- KGB shut down the show again? It's on the list. <laughs> it's, It is... You can't read that. Why am I showing you? It is, it is on the list today. Mapes yesterday at the end of the show, we were trying to talk about Tucker Carlson interviewing Laddie, the big daddy. And all of a sudden my bladder kicked in and dude, Mm. I I ran to the bathroom. That was one of those, how fast can you get your belt undone things? Yeah. Uh, Corey Erickson went back to school in my thirties. Often he had professors saying you won't remember this, but every time I could only think, yeah, I do remember exactly absolutely not i need this winter to be mid hate snow no dude nah dude this gotta be a heavy winter dog we those need, of us snowboarders of
0: snowboarders
1: dude on, uh cougar tracks is an i14 pro let's see who else a couple more on the phone then we got to get to the pack 12 i have a 13 pro plus regretting not getting the mini when i could have uh, at the time you, it's too big is that what you're saying uh the Taterman says apple sucks okay that's cool. Easier to hide your porn sites on an annex card. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see, by the way, oh. um, what, how, what was it, Jacob? Uh, I also didn't get to OnlyFans yesterday. OnlyFans, oh, yeah. Yeah. $5.6 billion in revenue. Their, what was their guy getting a month? He was making a, several million in incentives. Yeah, $1.3 million a month in bonus at OnlyFans because of how much business they were doing. Yeah. Matt Ritson, trade iPhone 6 to iPhone 14 for T-Mobile senior plan free. Okay. Nice. Okay. Jeremy Sevier, I just got on Facebook Marketplace and got an iPhone from three generations ago. I'm good for another five years. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. It's all good. Um, where do you want to go here? Let's go to the PAC 12 because I'm interested in what you guys think about this. How good is the PAC 12 going to be this year? First of all, who wins the PAC 12? Because I think there's only two options. I think it's USC, which I know it's your Um. nightmare. I think it's USC or Washington. I don't see another, I don't see another one or two lost team in the conference. I think USC is clearly the most talented. And I'm curious to see what Michael Penix Jr. does. Is Kalen DeBoer and Ryan Grubb legitimate? Um, I don't know. I I think USC is the best team. I think it's USC and Washington, Oregon and Utah.
0: Yeah, I think the tough part for Utah is the schedule. I mean, the schedule is just such a grinder of a schedule. I mean, again, this Florida game... Then you're going to Baylor, then you get an easy one in Weber State, right? So Utah clearly is not Georgia or Florida State or, you know, Clemson or Alabama, right? They don't get cupcakes the first month of the season. So, you know, you look at this schedule and you're like, all right, you know, UCLA, you know, number 18 Oregon State, you know, number 15 Oregon. Like Utah is going to play. Obviously, the Pac-12 schedule, which is loaded, absolutely loaded. And, and this is what happens to the Pac-12 every single year. Their best teams get grinded out. So, you know, USC, everyone wants to say that USC is the best team in the conference. On paper, they are. That's undisputed. That's that's absolutely a fact. I, I, I have no problem with it. I look at their schedule, and I see three potential losses. Will they actually Ooh. lose three? Probably not. They're probably only going to lose one, and that's could be Washington. It could be Oregon. I, I don't think they're losing to Utah. I don't see three losses. Yeah, well, look at the schedule, dude. You, you're getting and and again, I know it's Notre Dame, but just hear me out on this stretch of games, right? <laughs> hear me out. Up. Hear me out. So you get your you're at Notre Dame. Uh huh. Uh you are home for Utah. At Cal, obviously Uh win. Uh-huh. Home for Washington uh-huh. at Oregon. Th- that five-game stretch to me decides just how far in the college football playoff you're going to go or if you're going to be in the college football playoff. Cause... I
1: think their first loss comes November 4th versus Washington. And I say maybe because that game's at the Coliseum. I think Washington's schedule puts Michael Penix in a great deal of jeopardy. Um, that Boise game is not going to be a walk in the park. And anybody who thinks Boise is going to lay down and and that they're not pissed off and motivated, you're crazy. So I think Washington right out of the gate has a tougher test. I think they've got a game at Michigan State. I think they've got to go and see your guy pack 10 Jed Fish down at Arizona, uh-huh. which is not going to be a walk in the park. Then it's Oregon. Back 10. And I don't know. I, maybe I'm right, putting too much into Kenny Dillingham, but if I'm an Arizona State Sun Devil, I'm running through the wall for this dude.
3: I knew today would be shitty. I mean, they receive horrible news on a Tuesday practice in the morning before uh, we meet for special teams. So to think that 18 and 22 year olds are going to go out and have a good Tuesday practice is absolutely delusional. But I think.
1: I mean, how do you not love that guy? I knew today would be shitty. Like, how do you not love that guy? Arizona State's probably going to win some games. They're not going to beat Washington. But then it's at SC, Utah, at Oregon State. Washington's going to lose three games. I I, I am convinced Washington is going to lose three okay. games. And then there's Mr. Heisman Billboard in Eugene. Mm-hmm. And in New York City and around the country, Bo's dicks. Oh,
0: I thought you were talking about Caleb Williams. No, My bad. No, no. My bad.
1: Uh, Bo Nix. Can he go? Not to Tarrant County, but to Lubbock. Can you go County. to Pew Pew? Okay, are you telling me Oregon's going to have a, a pleasure cruise against Texas Tech? That's not. Are you telling me that uh, at Washington, at Utah, home for USC, and then you finish with Oregon State? That's a three-loss schedule. And then I think Utah... And I think you already know I have a lot of respect for the Jutta That's a four loss team. When I see Florida at Baylor, at Oregon State, at USC, at Washington, at Arizona, dude, that's a four loss team. And I'll f- probably feel different on, on Tuesday when we're back for the show on Tuesday. I'll probably feel different having seen Cam Rising and Brant Keithy go gator hunting. I'll probably feel different, but until then, I think Utah is a four-loss team. I think this conference comes down to USC, their ability to stay healthy. Your favorite conversation about you know being able to tackle somebody, mm-hmm. because if they stay healthy and they tackle, they're going to go undefeated.
0: Yeah, I just think we're we're just the same way. You're holding reservations out about Cam Rising and Brand Keithy. We need to hold reservations out about USC's ability to win late in the season. We need to see if they can win at Oregon, because that game's likely going to decide just how far into the college. God,
1: God, can you please heal Jake's no. broken heart?
0: No, dude, that's it, can,
1: Skippy. Can Can you help Jake get over the pain of his childhood no. love of Notre Dame losing to USC no. every year? The men of Troy, and let Notre Jake Dame know. our mother, pray for us. Let Jake know. <laughs> Let Jake know that it's okay if Lincoln Riley shows up here and slaps him in the mouth for speaking ill of the dead. And I'll drop that mother Thank you, God. Go Notre Dame. I'm sorry, you were saying?
3: I knew today would be shitty. <laughs> Notre
1: Dame, our mother, <laughs> right? Dude, I'm telling you now. Notre Dame, our mother. I'm telling you now, your hate of Lincoln Riley. You are going on to a eat weekly crow, basis, bro. No, I'm Late not. Late in the year, you will on eat crow, On a weekly bro. basis. You will eat crow. You are going to come in here, and you are going to say, thank you, sir, may I have another to no. start the show. No, Every week, the USC struggled. puts it in your hindquarters. No. quarters. You are going to say, thank you, sir. I think you, I hit it every time. Thank you, sir, may I have another? No. Thank you, sir.
0: Thank you, sir.
1: They're ten and zero. Thank you, sir. May no, I dude. have another? No. They're, they just beat Washington. Thank you, sir. Discock. May, <laughs> may I have another? No. Nope. <gasps> nope. Oh. Listen, man. I think I think USC. So, are you saying Washington's the best team in the conference? No. no. I'm Bose saying Dick.
0: I'm saying USC's the best team in the conference, but okay. their college football playoff fate's decided when they play Washington and Oregon in two of the last three weeks of the season. And that I don't believe right now in this team's ability to go out and win three out of four when it's Utah, Cal, Washington, Oregon. They're going to beat Cal, obviously. That's not rocket science.
1: Every week that they play a football game, this defense is going to get closer and better. They have so many transfers on that defensive side of the ball the difference
0: right now in this conversation is you believe in them and i'm saying they need to prove themselves at the highest level right
1: i know what i'm talking about and you don't i mean you know (laughs) i'm kidding guess we'll find out we will i mean it is it is complete opinion at this point and i don't think you're wrong i think lincoln riley's defenses have always cost some championships
0: i'm not saying i would love to see honestly it's the last year of the pac-12 i'd love to see usc go into the college football playoff and tell everyone to go F themselves, because I am a little sick and tired of Alabama and Georgia every single year. It's getting old. There's no question about it. That's why they expanded. They didn't expand to give more people more access. Why did they expand? Because they want to keep the TV ratings high. That's why they expanded it. So when I look at the schedule, notice I'm not saying they can't run the table. I'm only saying, hey, the biggest question marks here is this four-game stretch right here, because I think you're going to beat UCLA handily to finish the season. (laughs)
1: Okay, what about Oregon State? Because I think Oregon State's very interesting. Um, I think do they do they beat? Does Utah beat Oregon State? Because that's the biggest question. That game is September 29th up in Corvallis at Reeser. Mm-hmm. I, I think Oregon State's going to have a chip on their shoulder because they're going to be playing for the Mountain West Championship a year from now. Um I, I it's gonna be really fascinating to watch how Jonathan Smith and the Beavs go through this season. Yeah, I am a big believer. I think that could be a 10 win team, but to be a 10 win team, you've got to beat Utah. And if they win 10 games, they're as in it as anybody because they will be a they'll be a top 15 team. The difference is nobody wants Oregon State to succeed. Nobody, Nobody of influence in college football wants Oregon State to succeed. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be Utah last year, who's going to consistently have trouble getting the MLS writer who's got an AP vote to vote for them. Right. Right. So I think they're going to be very difficult. I think Oregon State is that team that nobody's going to want to play. Um well, they, I think... they don't
0: play a real opponent until Utah. I mean, you you got San Jose State, UC Davis, San Diego State, and Washington State. But you
1: also have DJ Uyunglele, who I think has a hell of a lot to prove. I would agree with that. He has a lot to prove. He was a flame at at, at Clemson. Uh, he just was such a hot topic, and he was just so mid. Yeah. I think that's a huge question. I, I, just, I think there's a lot to... There's a lot to consider in this conference.
0: Well, and I, but I think Oregon State's one of those programs that has expectations. I mean, again, <laughs> oh, you don't yeah. have you don't have like Washington, SC expectations, but certainly you have ten win expectations. I mean, uh, uh, you know, Oregon State uh, understands, and and I respect this about them. They understand. Hey, if we're going to upgrade our stadium, it's time to win football games. I mean, you y- you have to do that. You have to sell out. The stadium to pay for your debt, and and to do that you got to win,
1: dude. This year you better do it. Yeah, and,
0: and I just think that you know DJ is a guy. Yeah, he's got something to prove. Um, but I think that that if anything, Oregon State's done a phenomenal job. You know, the last five, hell, even call it ten years of being that program that has an edge on their shoulder, chip on their shoulder every single year, regardless of the Mountain West. And I agree, the whole Mountain West angle is going to make that chip bigger. And they're going to want to beat USC. They're going to want to beat Utah. They're going to want to beat Washington and Oregon and say, hey, while you guys went out and got homes, we're the ones that took the hit. So we're happy to go ahead and give you that L. All
1: right, let's get you guys involved in the show. Who's going to win the Pac-12? Who's the best team in the uh, conference? Lance Johnson. We need to see if USC actually reads a book on defense. Okay.
0: I just, look, man, my, <laughs> my, my biggest concern, genuinely, I don't doubt that Lincoln Riley can put a serviceable defense on the field. My biggest concern is they were way too aggressive against San Jose State. There was no need to bring all these exotic pressures. They were dominating. But was it exotic pressures
1: or was it base blitz defense?
0: Well, no. They're they're I mean, I guess if you want to call it base blitz, sure, but like when I see a safety, a skill position player coming down, like to me, you don't need to do that against that team. Do you need to do it against other opponents? Sure. But every time they did that, what happened? The quarterback runs away, escapes the pocket, and the, and and they Bad things happen. Yeah, bad things happen. They create positive plays. So I just, I don't know, man. I, it's no secret. We're not reinventing the wheel. Lincoln Riley's an offensive first guy. And I love that about Lincoln. Frankly, in today's college football, I probably would rather have an offensive gunslinger head coach versus a defensive-minded, you know, conservative yeah, guy. But, but
1: I, I would come to the middle a little bit if I were you. I've seen this so many times where you just, in a completely new environment you have so many dudes in a new environment it takes time for them to gel between the recruiting success the portal success what was there already this defense is going to get better every week i i will i just wouldn't i wouldn't be as worried as you seem to be uh true biscuit utah florida the urban bull absolutely could be roundabout says bo Nix can't handle the beavers we'll Favor. find out Uh, Tanner, as bad as the Pac-12 was off the field, they could be one of the best football conferences in the country. Yes, they can. No doubt. Trubisket says, Dilly Dilly. Mm -hmm. Dilly Dilly. Still one of my favorite. Uh, Sid Irish, pray for him. See, Sid? You get it. I absolutely Notre Dame, our mother. Pray for him. Uh, Please do. Uh, James, you can't spell suck without USC. See what he did there. So that's like a letter type thing, you
0: know. It's like spelling and stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, uh, Arizona Sun Salad. <laughs> wow, uh, go Mountain West. Get the Beavs in the Cougs. It, because uh, it's it, garbage. It's gonna happen. J Rod, what's up, J Rod? Saint Newt Rockney, pray for us. Notre Dame, our mother. Mm-hmm. My Notre favorite. Dame, our mother. It's my favorite drop. Bryce Martin. If those, do, uh, if they don't lose against Washington, they'll lose to Oregon. They won't go unfazed, but they can only lose one. Well, I think if you look at the setup of USC's schedule, I'm really curious. Where are the injuries going to happen? And you you can't ever, I mean, you can't really ever telegraph, but that USC-Oregon game is so late. San Jose State, they won easily. Nevada, they'll win easily. Stanford at Arizona State at Colorado. Arizona.
0: Arizona State's a game where you might accrue some injuries. That's a team that's that's playing to prove a point.
1: Notre Dame is always a physical game. Yeah, It's always a physical game. That's in South Bend. Uh, Utah's a physical game. Cal is going to be a physical game. Washington, Oregon. I mean, you get to October 14th. They better be undefeated coming out of Arizona. Certainly. That they had better be undefeated.
0: Well, I just don't know why you wouldn't be undefeated up until Notre Dame. And you should beat
1: Notre Dame. But... You should be I would agree with that. You should be 7 and 0 coming out of South Bend. Yeah. That game with Utah, if that was in Salt Lake City, I'd have a different feeling. It's not, it's in Los Angeles. Well, and you can't tell me, 8-0. dude.
0: You can't tell me Caleb Williams isn't like, "All right, I'm a little done with Utah. It's time to prove a point."
1: 8-0. I think you're 9 and 0 after California. And then it's Washington, Oregon, and UCLA. You're, you're basically scrimmaging until the last three weeks of the season. Totally agree. And I think their defense gets better every week. Utah obviously is going to be a huge test. I, in in all seriousness, I'm not sold on on Notre Dame yet. I understand we got a quarterback kid was unbelievable in Dublin. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm totally with it. The defense looks super aggressive. I thought they did a really good job against that wing T bullshit, whatever that is, At <laughs> Navy runs. They did a really good job. But let's not sit here and fantasize and say Notre Dame is, no, no, Lou Holtz, my God, I saw his ghost on the sideline. <laughs> I, I'm not ready for dude, you Dude, they're that. going to the college football playoff. Am, Come on, dude. I'm sure they are. I am sure they are. Uh, Bryce Martin, Washington is more a complete team but their ceiling isn't as high as USC. I think USC is three deep in every position.
0: Yeah, and I think USC's brand power is such that they are national champion waiting to happen.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that 100%. All right. We'll get back to football here in about 15 minutes. Let's get into prize picks because it is that time of the day. Prize picks, MLB pitcher strikeouts in the description below. Click the link, download the app. Super easy. Use the promo code Monty for 100% deposit matching. It's really easy. Here's what your screens are going to look like. And, yes, by the way, these are our prize picks picks this evening. Here's Jake Slate first, as you see. Mm-hmm. This is what it looks like when you go to pitchers. Now, don't be stupid and take Corbin Burns against the Cubs like Jake is. I mean, that's just, <laughs> you guys, you, they, there's no reason Dude, to be Come hateful. on, Corbin Burns, strikeout pitcher. Six. Give me my money. I so want it. Here's how it works. You go to price picks the app. You enter the promo code Monty. You make your deposit. They'll match your deposit 100% up to $100. Right. Today, my wager is $30. Okay. So if I deposited 30, they give me 30 more. I'd have 60. Essentially, they're giving you free days and weeks of play. You decide more or less. That's your only question in price picks. More or less. Take, uh, Jake, Jake. Got the promo on Dean Kramer, uh, Baltimore against the White Sox. Prize picks, dropped that to three and a half. We're taking more on that for sure. Now, here's one I think is really interesting. Mackenzie Gore, who you know was one of the top prospects in the uh, Wales Vagina organization for (laughs) the longest time. Now he's a Washington National against the the Toronto Maple Leafs, who are known as the Blue Jays. Mm Mm-hmm. Four-and-a-half strikeouts. You like him for more? I do.
0: I think he's going to have a good
1: outing. Okay. I I, I think he's very capable, and when he gets the slider going, it's tough to hit. Um, Jake also has Corbin Burns uh, for the Brewers going against the Cubs, and what is a must-win for the Cubs, I think. Uh, He's going to go more than six. So he's going to go more than six strikeouts for Corbin Burns. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Cutter action with Corbin Burns. I think that's going to be tough on
1: the Cubs. Charlie Morton for the Braves against Colorado. Seven, you're going more. Mm -hmm. You got balls, dude. And then hitter score. Now, this is a really interesting one. Prize picks, hitter fantasy scoring. Base hits, three points. Doubles, five points. Triples, eight. Home runs, 10, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Jake's got Bryce Harper going more than. And this is one that's a little surprising. More than eight and a half hitter fantasy score. Mm -hmm. You like that more than I do. So you think, you think against a downtrodden Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles, yes, that Bryce Harper is going to have a huge night against uh, Anderson for uh, the Angels.
0: I do. I do absolutely
1: think he's going to have that. You don't like that five and a half. ERA on Anderson, do you? No,
0: you don't, and I and I think that you know when you look at when you look at Bryce. I mean, again, obviously, you know the performance yesterday was was outstanding. The home run, the walk, you know, again the hit, the scored run, two RBIs. Those are all points you're getting in hitter fantasy scores. So you know, to me, I I look at that number and I say there's no reason why he can't he can't replicate that.
1: By the way, the other one right there in the middle is Ronald Acuna Jr. So I'm assuming you're thinking the Braves are going to win like 37 to nothing. Yeah. Because Acuna's number is so, 12. So
0: here's why, and I know that seems like a huge number for Seems Acuna, like.
1: Right. It's against Colorado.
0: Uh-huh. That's a team that he should rake against. And, and I look at Acuna. Dude's been hot. MVP candidate, obviously. Have never taken him in prize picks yet. But tonight's the night where I'm like, all right. I'm counting on you. Feel like you got it going good. The thing happened last night with, with the fan or whatever.
1: You know, fans, I, I, fans. Did you guys see that? Fans ran on the field yeah. and, and tried to tackle him. It
0: was a weird situation. He fell down. It was yeah. an
1: ugly, ugly scene. Okay, here are my prize picks tonight. Now, I was undefeated last night. Right. I had a really good night. Uh, I also brought, bought the Dean Kramer there at the top. Dean Kramer down to three and a half more. I love Gavin Williams against Minnesota. Minnesota strikes out uh, more than just about any other team in baseball. Gavin Williams is a gas can. I'm going to take more than six and a half strikeouts, so yeah. he's got to get to seven. Yep, my guy. I'm telling you, this is sketchy right here, bro. Justin Steele against Milwaukee. Yeah, six. I'm going more. And then offensively, I need. I love the total bases. Right. Okay. Gunner Henderson's been pretty hot and you know the White sox are downtrodden Gunner Henderson just needs a walk and a base hit and I'm a winner on a, a one and a half more right I feel really good about these five picks on prize picks what was the Justin Steele one again Justin Steele's six pitcher strikeouts I want more
0: okay listen to this okay this is his last five right oh. Cincinnati on 8-1 he had six. Uh, Atlanta on eight six, he had seven. Toronto on eight twelve, he had seven. Uh, KC on eight nineteen, he had seven. And Pittsburgh on eight twenty four, he had six. So this is a guy that's right in that ballpark. Milwaukee
1: strikes out on average nine times a game. Yep. Seven and a half times in their last three, they struck out nine times yesterday, and they strike out nine times. Nine times a game on average on yeah. the road. Yeah. I,
0: I mean I think I think it's a good pick.
1: I really do. That's why I went more. Yeah. And again, I'm riding the hot streak. Yes. I am riding the hot streak on prize picks. So there you go. Um let's see. Where are you guys at uh on prize picks tonight? Let's get your thoughts on um USC, the Pac twelve. Uh, OG Gary says, can't wait to wait shooter Texas. And also can't wait to have this be an annual game. I like that a lot. Utah Baylor. Mm. Uh, Mike Rayner for $5. Okay. You mother truckers. Are y'all ready for some real college football this weekend enough with all the noise? Let's F and play go pokes. Okay, man. This is a huge year, a huge year for Mike Gundy. Mm-hmm. I think it is a massive, massive year for us. Yes. Right, I, I, mm, dudes, I kid you not. I think this is a, this is as big a year for Gundy as is. I think he's probably had in his entire career.
0: Well, I think he's got to reaffirm that confidence. You know, I mean, again, I don't care who you are, even if you're Nick Saban, Saban, you gotta, you gotta continue to meet that minimum bar of success. And I don't think they've done that recently. I, I think they've been a bit disappointing. And I think that you know having seen gundy and the way he approached media days and some of his media availability and what he's been saying about the team like yeah. i do think he's got a chip on his shoulder and he understands that they need to be they need to be good this year you know and and good can be a varying definition but i think for them you know yeah. you got to be
1: 8 9 wins at least i think when you consider everything that mike gundy has said about bedlam you consider how much is instability the right word to use about the Pokes right now? Probably not, but the the turnover, the quarterback situation, the I I think you've just had a very different Mike Gundy than we're used to, mm-hmm. and I think that this conference really needs Oklahoma State to be good. I, I I really do. I think they need them to be good. Mike Smith, Mike Gundy counting on the angry mullet. He better be. <laughs> He better be, without a doubt. Um, let's see. Derek Roche says, I'm not joining the dark side. What do you mean? Why, dude? What do you mean? Uh, James, I don't think USC sucks. I'm just giving Jake a hard time. Great show. Keep up the good work. I. It's hard. There's a lot of people who don't like USC and will never say anything good about, about USC. I mean, there's a lot of people who are like that. Okay, Many. I've
0: said good things about USC. I've said good things Never, about us. Not one
1: time about Lincoln Riley. <coughs> Do you at least like his quaff? <coughs> no. Okay. No. Oh. He hired Cliffy.
0: Yeah, Cliff's a better coach than he is. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're gonna have a you're gonna have the Men of Troy in here stabbing you. I know.
1: But I, I think USC is as is, as talented as any Pac-12 team has ever been. This particular USC team.
0: Yeah, and I think the thing with USC, it's just like Texas, dude. Like I have no doubt these teams can win games, dude. It's not in question whether you. We're not having a discussion about whether they can be a 10 win team. They're gonna be a 10 win team. Yeah. The question is the college football playoff. And how far Lincoln Riley goes. Because, again, I still yeah. maintain the guy still has proving to do at the highest level.
1: Ooh, look at Lance Johnson. Yeah. Um, saying, I'll bite on steel again. Let's ride with it. Okay. Game's on in two uh, less than two hours now. Yeah. My Aaron Judge, though. The Aaron yeah. Judge is about to go first pitch against the uh, Detroit Trois Tigers. So, let's go. Appreciate your confidence, Lance Johnson. Arizona Sun Salad, it's in Laramie. Texas Tech has their hands full with the Cowboys for sure. Anybody that thinks Wyoming is going to lay down for anybody is crazy. Yeah, That's always a tough place to go. Okie State has no excuse for not winning nine games this year. If they don't, are going to be a lot of noise. But we say this all the time about Oklahoma State. Will there be a lot of noise if they don't win nine games? I actually think some people will start calling for for the mullet. Uh, oh, look, I, I, I do. Mean,
0: look, week one, you got Central Arkansas. You're winning that game. Week two, I think it's a really good measuring stick game just early in the season. Dude, for... just go
1: to October 6th. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> Kansas State, we know. We I, I know. don't disagree.
1: Arizona State in the desert is going to be tough. I think you're right about that. Yeah. We need to
0: see what Dillingham has, and we need to see what what. But wait, Lamont I want to make sure we
1: get this. Mountain America Federal Credit Union Stadium. Because
0: it's garbage. Where we take one-year bans and pipe
1: our head coaches. Yeah. Uh, I think you're – I want to see what Kenny Dillingham and Arizona State bring. Yeah. But you should be going um, into that that October 6th game undefeated. You should be 4-0. and And then I think the real question doesn't come again until Bedlam. Yeah. Because I, I think you really – you have two games that you could potentially lose. You could lose K-State, and then I think Bedlam, which is in Stillwater this year – that's a game you should win. The question is, can you can you beat Oklahoma and then turn the trick a week later in Orlando at UCF? Which I think is their toughest turnaround of the year. Yeah. I think you're asking for for um, enough. And I will say you better get bucked up if you're going to go and beat UCF uh, at, at the bounce house. You should probably have bucked up on the... The yes. up. I credit, dude. Come on. Come on, y'all. Get to buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty20 to save 20% off your purchase. I can't say enough about Bucked Up. I was thrilled to get on the scale this morning after golfing and sustained my weight loss. Uh, over the weekend, I lost four pounds. Um, Mrs. Monty and I were trying to figure out, hey, did you lose that because you were dehydrated? Well, it turns out I didn't. Got home from golf, got on the scale had lost four more pounds like and and i really give a lot of the credit to bucked up because i'm not as hungry i have really high quality protein their whey protein isolate is phenomenal i can only say so many times their buck bar has made it possible for me to lose weight because the bucked up buck bar absolutely is filling it is decadent it tastes like a candy bar it's really high quality ingredients again whey protein isolate get a free sampler pack in the description below and understand if you're a workout guy or if you're just an average Joe and you're trying to get through your day, the buckshot is a game changer. You can get them online. If you're in the state of Utah, go to any of their uh, bucked-up stores. Uh, Tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. They're going to give you a free energy drink, which as you can always count on, bucked-up energy is always sugar-free. And you don't get spikes or crashes. It just works, you guys. Bucked-up, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. And you know what? I, I, I cannot say enough. About the partnership we have with Bucked Up, they've really supported the show since they've come on board. We have added you guys eighteen thousand subscribers since February. I'm for real. I said eighteen thousand subscribers. Yeah, dude. If you are here right now, please give us a thumbs up. We are at twenty eight thousand two eighty three. Can we get to thirty thousand by the time Utah and Florida kick off on Thursday? Let's go, baby. I think we can. It's you know, it's it is what seventeen hundred and. uh, 17 away? Yeah. That's a lot of subscribers in a day and a half, but... Come on, let's go, schlep Rock. We've put on 7,000 in the last 28 days. Let's go. If you're not a subscriber, please consider hitting subscribe, giving us a thumbs up, and getting to buckedup.com and using the promo code Monty 20 at checkout to save 20%. Barfing chickens! My mother... Where you been? What's up, stud? USC is just still playing garbage at defense. <laughs> San Jose State... <laughs> With four touchdowns is bad. But I I always say that I think, dude, if your bowels work, you're going to score three touchdowns in a college football game. I should probably go more with if you get off the bus at a college football game, you're going to score 21 points. Yeah. Unless you're Notre Dame and then you hold Navy to three. They don't pass the ball at Navy. But I think what you saw was a lackadaisical second half. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, let's see what happens in week two. Yeah. Let's see what happens at, at week two. You know, I, I I think it's. I think the the hard part, the reason USC is getting flack for
0: that is because they're USC and because it was San Jose absolutely. State. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And yep. I think, you know, yeah, I I agree that that there there needs to be it's it's ongoing. You know, hey, by the way, Aaron Judge struck out. Glaber Torres went deep.
1: Glabernator All I need is a is a base and a half out of uh, Aaron Judge. Long way to go. Thanks for pointing out that Aaron, Str- he, Aaron Judge is in my prize picks tonight for a base he, he one and a half total bases tonight. <laughs> we'll find out. But I mean Saturday against Saturday against Nevada, I would wholeheartedly expect, wholeheartedly expect USC to dominate. Nevada's better than San Jose State, so we'll find out. Yeah. But I, I guess I'll go down swinging with with, with them. I, I will. Uh, Arizona Sun Salad, I'm going all in for the Air Force Flyboys. Okay. You know. Okay. Okay. You know, Jansen, my roommate let me try his Miami Bucked Up pre workout, and it tastes absurdly good, dude. Oh. I'm telling
0: you, bro, the products oh. are incredible,
1: bro. The Miami pre workout is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it is as good as good gets. It is so so good. I, I mean, come on now. Yeah. It. it yeah, Miami. I, I, although. Calum Moger gave us a couple of samples of his stuff, and his pina colada pre workout with bucked up is fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's a favorite of Mo- Mrs. Monty's. So.
1: Yeah, she used it for her triathlon. It was great. Their stuff all tastes good. Yeah, it all tastes good. Tanner Plummer says, honey, 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 honey. honey, honey. Uh, Kevin Chittenden, OU will dominate that last bedlam. Hey, you start talking shit. See, there it is. That last bedlam. We should never have said that ever. Yeah. You know, Jansen, it should be illegal how good Bucked Up is, honestly. It should be. Yeah. It it should be, and I I just... But lucky
0: for y'all, it's not.
1: It's perfectly legal and stuff. It is. It's perfectly... And they're always coming out. The candy, the cherry candy flavor uh bucked up energy. Dude, you want to you want to talk about it? It's so good. Really is Mike Gundy's 61st winningest head coach Mike. all time. Good to see you. Uh, OSU are up and down because they develop players. They rarely bring in ready to play players not because of OU. OU has nothing to do with the perks of OSU. That's just your biased opinion. I would agree with that actually. I would. Uh, let's see. Tanner Plummer, come on casualist. If you ain't subscribed, then you ain't alive. Exactly. James saying, Knight. What up, guys? What up, James Knight? What's up, dude? Good to see you, my my Australian brother. Um, Utah Jizz. <laughs> Bro. Uh, if you play USC's defense, there's a three times multiplier. Agreed. <laughs> Kurt Meyer says, howdy, James Knight. Uh, unofficial mayor of Cowboy Country says, USC did steal Mason Cobb from Okie State NIL deal. No, that's just pay to play. I
2: don't give up
0: paper
1: spots. What are you, bitter. Jim Harbaugh? There's no such thing as pay for play. Yeah, what do you wear khakis now, dude? Price, settle down. Judge going 0 for 3 tonight. Now, <laughs> Stop
3: it. You ought to know you bought it.
1: <laughs> I did. You
3: love no, my know misery. What, you know
1: what happened? Honestly,
0: what happened? It got to a 1 and 2 in judges at bat, and then Pitchcom stopped working for Detroit's pitcher, and they had about a 5-minute delay.
1: Pitchcom is such bullshit. It is. I agree completely. Do you guys know what Pitchcom is? It's the headpiece, the headset they wear in their hat, and they push the button on the catcher's knee so they don't have to give signals because we're all children and we don't know how to properly not steal signals. Like, screw you. Screw you, man. Like, I, I'm so Let's wind tired. That's why the clock's back a year. I, 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 we're children. Yeah. We are absolutely children, and I'm just – I'm over it, dude. I am absolutely positively over it. Jose
0: and, Altuve was gas for you last night, though. Oh,
1: Hit for the cycle. Yeah, dude. Last night was one of those mm, once in forevers. I, I, I'm so hot on prize. Pick, but I always do well in daily fantasy. Yeah, NBA and Major League Baseball, cash. Yeah. I can usually pick out matchups. I don't like... I'll single up. Guys, 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 guys. From the heart. Let me, let me tell you this from the heart. Don't lie to me. I'm not lying to you. <laughs> I'm not. I am actually... Not a fantasy football player anymore. Now, I... Bro, what are you talking about, man? I know that you guys judge me for a lot of things. I know that you judge me for how just unbelievably attractive your wife finds me. And I'm sorry about that. There's nothing I can do. God blessed me with being a pimp. So, pimp's gonna pimp. I think I've hit it every time. But my point more was that... I don't enjoy playing fantasy football like, oh let's have a snake draft. And then is I that have to it I have to watch. You don't know what a snake draft is where it goes two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah. eight, nine, 10, 10. Nine, eight, ten, eight, ten eight. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I that I was making a, a joke oh, about it. Hey, look, look. Dude, the Tigers went deep.
1: Oh no, they didn't. That was a replay of Glavers home run. my bad. Okay, good. I didn't take King for I almost took King for the Yankees to so say I didn't. Uh I don't I'm, I'm not playing regular fantasy football anymore. Daily fantasy is where it I'm at. It ruins
0: the wa- the viewing experience. Daily
1: right? fantasy is where I'm at yeah, daily now and forever. Is awesome. Now and forever. Tanner Plummer, it's probably good you're not doing fantasy football. It's kind of a waste of time, but I still enjoy it. Oh, I don't think it's a waste of time. Uh Mike Gundy, sixty first winningest head coach all time. <laughs> Stick to NFL. Why do you say? Um Lopes Fan Gabe, you can usually pick off one or two uh, 0.5 total bases easily in prize picks. Usually. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Again, pimp's gonna pimp. It's what I do. Pimp's gonna pimp. You know. Uh, Dale Donuts, anyone here going to HHN at Universal? What is that? No. I'm not doing that. Is anybody going to the movies to see the ACC and the college football playoff on TV? Bro. Football 50, 10 of the hour, every hour. What are we doing? on the Monty Show presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza.
0: Bro, I like ESPN, right? Like we agree ESPN's a nice product.
1: But
0: but you guys are
1: dumb.
0: Why are we doing deals? You guys,
1: wait, I'm sorry, you guys are dumb. Like
0: you lost me at, hey, we're gonna partner with a movie theater. I don't care what
1: you're putting on the screen. You guys are dumb.
0: You're no Oppenheimer, but you won't do. I'm not going to a movie theater to sit around a bunch of popcorn eating, you know, Utah-hating football fans to watch the college football playoff. I'm not doing that. I want to be on my couch with my home setup, with the food I made. Is this hard to understand for ESPN?
1: Now listen. The deal is ESPN. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. ESPN's made an agreement to put about 75 games between the ACC and the college football playoff on movie screens across the country. To which I say, can I bring my toaster oven? Because that's how I'm making them french fries. Hey, can I bring my Traeger smoker? Because that's how I'm making them wings. Right. I'm not doing this. This is one of the, frankly, like, this is one of the stupidest fucking things I have ever heard
0: of. And generally, I respect ESPN, dude, but this is stupid. Who's going to the movies? And how much is that going to cost me to watch football on a screen? Hey, by the way, real quick question. In Utah, I can't have beer while I watch football, right? At a movie theater? That's right. I can have it at my house, though. This is
1: dumb. Like, what are we doing, bro? This is so dumb. This is so dumb. Yes, Mike Smith, you want people to pay theater prices to sit through multiple adverts? Come on, bro. Never happened. Not doing that. Oh, stop the music! Stop the music! Stop the music! Boss Frog has rejoined the program. Okay, hold
0: on. Oh, on membership?
1: No, just he's oh, just, just generally. okay. You can play the music again. Okay. He's just uh, watching the show. You know, like it, it is, you know, good to see you, boss frog. Glad you're here. You know, uh, I'm not going to the movies and I'm not paying movie theater prices for this. Johnny Gonzalez says AMC and the ACC theater showing some swag <laughs> after almost being pandemic canceled. Barbie and Oppenheimer did too well at the box office. Dude, seriously. Are you going to movie anytime soon? Uh, I never got to see Mission
0: Impossible. See oh, that. it was so
1: good. Jimmy Autzen. Disney needs ESPN to get people in the theaters since Marvel, Pixar, etc. can't do it. That could be interesting. That could be interesting. Tanner. Speaking of Oppenheimer, it's breaking all types of box office records around the world. It is. It is. Mike Gundy says, uh, you can have beer at local theaters near me. You can't fart in public here. Um... Who's got quarterback issues in the NFL? Today was cut down day, and it was surprisingly non-newsworthy. Biggest quarterback issues in the NFL? Arizona Cardinals. Eh, eh. I think the Arizona Cardinals have zero expectations of winning games. You know who I think has a massive quarterback problem? The Miami Dolphins and Tua Tagabai-Jermama. Why do you say? Because I think he's an injury waiting to happen and I don't think they have depth. And I think the Miami Dolphins are a team that could make a lot of a lot of teams' lives miserable at the top of the AFC.
0: Yeah, I think I'm a buyer on this thought that Tua has figured out how to fall down and i know that sounds really
1: stupid me too but i'm
0: if you look at his concussions you notice his concussions weren't like hey he got popped in the helmet by a tackle right nope that's not how he got his concussions he got his concussions because he kept falling backwards so if he's gotten rid of that and this is a guy that doesn't typically run around a ton like he's not trying to get first downs using his body he's kind of a mobile guy that scrambles when he needs to I, I have to say, I think Tua's going to be okay this year, assuming wow. that he continues to do what he's done in the preseason. I, I mean, I, I know it's a bit lofty, right? Like, I know it's a bit of a, uh, maybe it's a pipe dream, but but I've been impressed. Dude has shown me improvement okay. in the area
1: that he needed to improve in most. Bigger issues quarterback. New England with Mac Jones or Miami with Tua Tungavailoa. You got to go New- you got to go Miami with Tua Tungavailoa. I think
0: you have to go Miami with Tua, but I- again, I think Mac Jones still's got to solidify himself, man. Like I know he's been the starter there, but he's not Mac Jones doesn't have the hype that
1: Justin Herbert's been able to build or that, you know, any of these younger guys have been able to build. Kenny and- Pickett or Tua Tungavailoa?
0: Oh, I think
1: that's close. I think Tua has shown a much higher level of ability. I think that Steelers offense is going to dominate this year, and they they will be must-see TV. Um, Bigger quarterback issues. Would you say that it is the Indianapolis Colts or Tua Tungabailoa?
0: Mm, I would say the Colts. The, I would agree with. I, I, I think. I think that. That again. I would say the more reliable option is Tua, because when Tua's been healthy, he's been extremely productive. He's shown us he can play. Jimmy Garoppolo or Tua Tungabailoa in terms of risk management, who's the bigger risk? Who's got who's a bigger problem? Uh, Tua is a bigger problem than Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy has shown the ability to be the quarterback of a team that goes to the Super Bowl. Was he the reason? I don't know That's Are the Raiders
1: Are the Raiders playoff contenders? Mm,
0: nah, you got to show me that first.
1: Jordan Love or Tua Tagovailoa? Tua. Oh! Don't be disrespectful. Don't be disrespectful. Don't be disappointed. You haven't been impressed with what Jordan Love. I done. have. Jordan
0: Love hasn't shown me the ability to be a 4,000, 5,000-yard guy. Tua Neither was, is Tua. Yeah, but Tua was pacing, and he's shown the ability to do it. He just got hurt.
1: Well, that's great, but if you can't keep your
0: brain from dancing off the inside of your skull, what I good agree, is pacing? But he's shown the ability not Ooh. to slam his head on the
1: ground. Ooh.
0: I'm not buying Jordan Love until Ooh. I see
1: it. Okay, who's winning the NFC North? Mm. Jordan Love in the Green Bay yeah, Packers. Yeah,
0: probably. I mean, I would love to say, you know, Kirk, but I don't believe in him. Jordan Love or the MVP in
1: Chicago? Jordan Love. Thank you. Okay, we can move on. Now. <laughs> um, Ooh. Baker Mayfield or C.J. Stroud?
0: Bro, come on, dude. Be That's better, a- dude. Be better.
1: So, so C.J. <laughs> Stroud's Mayfield. not better than Baker Mayfield? No, hell no. Bryce dude. Young or Baker Mayfield?
0: Uh, oh, that's close, yeah. dog. Yeah, see what that's I said?
1: close. Price CJ dog. Stroud's not close, dude. Bryce Young all day. No. All day. Chaboy told Bryce you. Bryce Young Ch-boy.
0: hasn't even played a snap in the league yet. Say it with me. Bryce, Bryce, no. Bryce, Bryce, no. Dude, Bryce, this isn't Bryce. His Maximus. What happens when Bryce Young gets folded in half trying to go for a first down? Yeah, they oh, don't have it. Yeah, no, he's well, next well, no, folded in half, a.
1: folding in. He, he, he's gonna get. My guess is, and I could be wrong. He's gonna get sacked multiple times trying to break the huddle because the offensive line is so bad. In yeah. Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm so worried about him. Yeah. Don't. Don't. I swear to God,
0: <laughs> if you bring up Jared Goff, I will flip this table over, dude. Kyler Murray. Don't. Or Baker Mayfield. Uh Baker
1: Mayfield. Ooh.
0: I just don't think people believe in Kyler. Kyler's out the first four weeks. Baker of Mayfield
1: or Russell Wilson?
0: Uh Baker Mayfield. Oh my god! Yeah, Baker Mayfield right now.
1: Is Russ that Russ bad?
0: Russ is that bad right now. That's a great point. Russ is that bad right now.
1: Is Russ really that bad? Okay, play the commercials, then we'll talk about this. We'll All right, it. football 5010 of the hour, every hour presented by our good friends, the official pizza of the Monty Show, Papa Murphy's Pizza. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara.
0: Papa Murphy's, that's meatballs? Oh, oh, I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara?
2: And how do you do it, Dad?
0: How do I do it? How do we do it?
1: Uh, Well, we do it with savory ground beef, covered in tangy marinara. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And don't forget the meatballs. Order now at papamurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza, the official pizza of the Monty Show. Make sure you use the promo code Monty25. Download the Papa Murphy's Pizza mobile app, you guys. It's so easy to use. Let's not forget about their pizza, too. I know we talk a lot about the calzone, and it it has been an amazing success. Um, But I would tell you, Papa Murphy's Pizza, the thing I love about it most and why we get it every Friday night usually is because all of the ingredients are always fresh. The veggies are always fresh, chopped in-house. I love the fact they make their crust in the morning. They're taking baked chocolate chip cookies, their marinara meatballs. Small business owners all trying to make their way, and they make great pizza. Papa Murphy's Pizza, make sure you use the promo code Monty 25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Let's get a couple comments in here.
0: And no, no, Will Lutz isn't saving Russell Wilson.
1: Will Will
2: Hawks.
1: Mike Smith, if Russ struggles this year under Sean Payton, it could be over for him. I think you're exactly right. I think you're exactly right. Uh, Big 12 all Texas sports fan. Uh, heads up Dallas is in Dallas County where SMU is. The Dallas Cowboys and TCU Horned Frogs play in Tarrant County. Y'all feel me? Hey Tarrant County. Hey Tarrant County. This is Jared World. We're going to be circumcising some skaters. Mike Gundy's 61st winningest head coach all time says Jake has a lot of hot takes today. <laughs> yeah, what did you Did you stay up late last night trying to repopulate the earth or something like Uh I can't comment on that. Utah is Bryce, Discalk. Bryce, Bryce, Bryce. James Knight, Joe Ingles, or Paul George. Joe Ingles or Paul George. I thought, why don't we just go Josh Giddy? Here I am. Anybody see Austin Reeves dominating the FIBAs?
0: Best team, best player on Team USA according to all the ratings.
1: I mean, Josh Giddy's the best team. I mean, he's the best player. Nope, not going to start a fight. Uh, OG Gary, nah, Ross under Sean P. is going to be hot fire. I hope so. I would expect so, but it hasn't been. Come on, man. Uh, Jake's comment towards me was hilarious. I am, in fact, wearing khakis. Did you say... (laughs) Okay. Uh, Napes. (laughs) Mapes, who is a verified believer in the uh, cherry candy flavor of bucked up, right? By the way.
0: Certified, verified. He's which got all so the security good. clearances.
1: Watching any Denver game would age you five years last season. Jeez. Seriously, dude. Seriously, it would make you impotent. I'm not even. Uh, speaking of which, Dale Donuts says, uh, "Have you felt these balls? No, haven't. Nope, nope." nope. Uh, James Knight, Jake, did you get some last night? You're in a great mood, dude. He did have his buck shot you want to okay (laughs) James Knight or uh, James official mayor of cowboy country not James Knight UNT cannot hang with SMU the ponies will run all over them Uh, Wiz Island 15 I miss my Papa Murphy's wish they had some in Lausanne 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 Uh, Cleveland rocks, Johnny football and Mayfield were the same at Cleveland could not see over the lineman too short. Now, I think that Baker Mayfield was a really good quarterback. He just couldn't stay healthy.
0: Yeah. Baker was better than Johnny football. And the only reason, seriously, the only reason I take Baker right now is not even because I think he's actually like individually a better quarterback. I just think he's been a productive guy. You at least know with Baker, Hey, we're in a position to win the game. Russ has not put you in positions to win games. Like, Tua, because he's been hurt, hasn't been putting you in position to win
1: games. Yep. Lance Johnson, if there are truly a difference between Dallas and Tarrant County, is there truly a difference? No, it's all trash. I love Dallas.
0: Because it's garbage! Dallas
1: Dallas is cool.
0: Yeah, I like Dallas. I like Houston. It's too humid, though, dude. Can we talk about, like,
1: the humidity is brutal. Yeah, it is hot. It's always hot. Like, Boss Frog was... Sending us pictures last night of him golfing at 115 degrees. Buddy
0: is sweating before he even puts his cleats on.
1: Break of sweat, taking a dump. Yeah. Mike Smith, Johnny Football could not see in Cleveland because he was still drunk and had on beer goggles. You might be right. Uh, OG Gary, hey, Monty, which uh, which Tigers are going for to the college football uh, playoff? Probably the Clemson Tigers. Nah, LSU. I think LSU's...
3: In God's God. name, image, and likeness. I
1: swear, if Brian Kelly goes to LSU and wins a national championship, I will punch Jake in the face. Program. Like, I will be so disappointed because he's Family. just...
0: <laughs>
1: the guy just makes me crazy.
0: Uh, who, Brian Kelly or Jim Harbaugh, who annoys you more?
1: Bullet. Yeah. You're right, Kirby. <laughs> I mean, I I don't like Jim Harbaugh because I think Jim Harbaugh is a liar. Yeah. That's why I don't like Jim Harbaugh. He's
0: not a man of integrity.
1: And listen, here on the Monty Show, we've talked about Jimmy a lot. I'll play the, the video again and you guys be the judge on the Monty Show presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business and the thing that I love, love about partnering with The Advocates is their passion for the community. They just there's so many businesses who are, who tell you they're community based but you have the advocates whether it's doing you know funding for homeless kids to get back to school motorcycle benefit rides or and you name it they they are in their communities working for their constituency their customer base their clients their families your families they truly put their money back into the communities i love that about them and they understand that when you get in an accident, the last thing you want to be thinking about is how much money do you have to pay for an attorney? Mm-hmm. That's why at The Advocates, you never reach in your pocket to pay a retainer, a consultation fee. In fact, you can chat with an attorney for free online 24-7 at TheAdvocates.com. One of the best injury attorneys in the business Did you get in a car accident. Did you get hurt at work today? Did a friend, did a family member, did somebody, you know, get hurt at work today? fall off their motorcycle, trip and fall on a sidewalk, get them to the advocates.com. You can really be as hands off as you want. If you just want to ask some questions, the advocates are there to listen and answer your questions, the advocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty show. Let's talk about Jim Harbaugh because yeah. I we talked about this earlier and everybody thought that I was just hating and I'm not. And I think we need to start with this Jim Harbaugh talking about his punishment video because I want to set this up for you a little bit. Jim Harbaugh and Michigan are under investigation for the most serious recruiting violations that you can commit. And based on evidence and what's been reported, he's alleged to have done some really, not only heinous, but stupid, stupid things. Along the lines of what ASU had gone through, along the lines of what Tennessee had gone through, it's just really stupid decisions. He was working with the Committee on Infractions on a four-game suspension, almost like a plea deal, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He had been working with them, the NCAA, with Michigan. They'd all, they had thought they had all agreed on a four-game suspension. It got to the Committee on Infractions, who said, No, that's not enough. That's not good enough. What you did, that's not good enough. So Michigan suspended Jim Harbaugh, not five games, not six games, because you figure if four is not enough, they're going to give him like five or six, right? No, they gave him three games. And Jim Harbaugh, I mean, you would think that the program's just going to shut down for
3: you. I don't think I ever missed three in a row Um, and had all kinds of injuries. I mean, the ribs, the the broken fingers, things like that. Um, Concussions never kept me out of a game. Um, Had an MCL that... Put a brace on and played. Um, had a shoulder separation that I think that might have been two games, might have been three. It was at the end of the season, so it would have been it would have been more though. But uh, it's when people say it's, a, I've heard people comment it's a slap on the wrist. It's it's more like a baseball bat to the kneecaps uh, or, or to the to the shoulder. That's what I, I, I equate everything to football. I've never missed. Never missed three games, you know, unless it was for a broken arm or a dislocated shoulder.
1: So you're you're saying that three games, uh, where you it's just the Saturday you're suspended. It's not during the week. It's not n- no preparation time missed. You just can't be on the sideline Saturday, and that's like a baseball cap to the knee, uh, like a baseball bat to the kneecaps.
3: Do you know what that's like these days?
1: Uh, this guy, I'm telling you, is a fraud. And oh my God, I railed about this earlier, uh, uh, but this, in this whole thing about players should be paid, he goes on a rant today, he brings a notebook up to the, the dais. He's doing a press conference. He's reading a prepared
3: statement about players
1: getting paid. Continue to
3: advocate for that today. A system of revenue sharing with the students at student athletes i'm aware and understand that when someone speaks out in defense of those without a voice attempts are made to diminish the individual's character and credibility so wait so
1: you're speaking for the voiceless that's what jim harbaugh just said mm-hmm. and attempts will be made to diminish your character didn't you do that already dude with your massive recruiting violations and this ridiculously light three-game suspension. And now the courage that you've summoned in light of the fact that you're already in a dogfight with the NCAA, that you have nothing to lose, that you know that they're not going to punish you for this because they're already going to drop the hammer on you. So now when you have nothing to lose, You're gonna come out and say that the players should be paid a revenue share, which you know is the most controversial plan that's never gotten off the ground. But now you, Jim Harbaugh, in your blue and gold cape are gonna stand up there and say, I'm fighting for the voiceless. I am speaking for the victims. And I know that they're gonna come after me, but I can take it.
0: Don't lie to me.
1: Fuck off. Like, are you serious? Are you serious? This guy is just so disingenuous.
0: Yeah, I I think it is really one of the more brazen attempts to play two-face. I I mean, there's no questioning. There's no denying, even if you're a Michigan fan, that this guy committed recruiting violations. I I mean, if you want to tell yourself that they're being harsh, that's fine. That's your opinion. You're entitled to that. As is everybody. But but there's no doubt that this guy did things he wasn't supposed to do. And I don't want to hear about, hey, you know, if Nick had done this or if Kirby had done it or if Ryan had done it, they they wouldn't be doing this. Well, you know what the difference between Jim and those three is? And hell, I'd even throw Jimbo in there too. Those guys didn't get caught. Yeah. Those guys didn't, didn't get radar gunned at 150 like Jim did. Right? Like, that's the issue here. And I agree. The super speeder stuff with Kirby should have been, you know, there should have been some more discipline there for Kirby. Completely agree. But that's not recruiting. That's just, hey, my players are dumbasses off the field. Right? That's a little different. You didn't cheat the system. You just aren't good at keeping your players under
1: control. That's different. I, I I consistently find myself amazed that this guy tries to make himself out to be the victim and what 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 are you a victim of? Not winning, I can tell you that. What are you a victim of, sir? So, uh, uh, there is nothing here in the the he, like these recruiting violations that he's accused of. Like this is and I don't really I, I'm not I don't want to argue about Oh my God, it's COVID. That was stupid rules. Anyway, it doesn't matter if the rule was stupid, bro.
3: The coronavirus.
1: It it doesn't matter if the rule was stupid. Was it a rule? Yeah. Did you break it? Yeah. You know the other thing he's accused of that's even worse than that? He is accused of lying and deceiving and furthermore being deceptive and interfering and throwing roadblocks in front of the Committee on Infractions when they were trying to investigate. And then when they did interview him, he he allegedly lied to them yeah. and got caught. And so the penalty is far more severe because you lied and got caught allegedly. And now you're, you wanna tell us you're fighting for the voiceless, knowing that people are gonna come after you. No asshole, they're coming after you because you're a liar who allegedly interfered in their investigation, and it's why you got your ass run out of San Francisco because they didn't like you. It's why nobody in the NFL truly tried to hire you because nobody respects you. Mm -hmm. And now here you are, and and what's in my opinion is, I think Jim Harbaugh wouldn't mind getting fired. I agree with that. I think Jim Harbaugh wouldn't mind getting paid out not to be the coach at Michigan anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think somewhere in his delusional ass mind, Jim Harbaugh believes that that next year at this time he'll be hired as a head coach in the NFL. And I, I I I say anybody that wants to hire Jim Harbaugh, more power to you, dude. You know what you're getting with that guy. Yeah, he is disingenuous. His players do not like him, and it's a little too close to Urban Meyer, with the way he treats players.
0: Yeah, and I think that you know the the trouble is is that you know obviously you know. Jim hasn't had, you know, killers under his program, right? Hasn't, I mean, you know, all the stuff that happened under Urban, you know, was a little extreme. But I agree, there are shades of it with Jim and in, in the way he goes about doing business. And by the way, I think what Jim doesn't want to admit is that because you interfered and because you threw up roadblocks and because you were were persistent in making everyone's life difficult who was looking into you, now when the suspension stuff comes full circle inevitably, as it always does, Nobody's going to trust what you're saying here because you're just rolling it out to save face. And that's why I say, I don't hate Michigan. No. I think Michigan's a damn good brand that college football needs. And frankly, the Big Ten needs more now than they have ever needed Michigan. It used to be Ohio State, and that's it. And that was fine because, because the Big Ten had all this money. Dude, the Big Ten needs Michigan. They have to have Ohio State, Michigan, and the new schools coming in being successful. That has to happen, and yet here we are with Jim bitching and moaning about players not being paid. And, yes, Aaron Aaron Judge Judge got rung up again at first base on what is a ridiculous play from the third baseman of the Detroit Tigers.
1: Oh, my God. Aaron Judge just about got a base. Now, Good news
0: for Aaron Judges. It's only the second inning. Yeah. Plenty of time. He's probably got two or three more bats at least.
1: All right. Let's get your thoughts on this real quick. Um, where are you guys at? Wow. Look at all of
0: One you. One more point I'd like to make, too, with yes. Jim. Dude, Jim, the other point I'd make is you need to be winning more. You got to the college football playoff last year. Great. That's awesome. First time, though, right? So well. doing it once, that's great. But we need to see a trend. Like, you know, Ryan Day does or like Ohio or uh, Alabama or Georgia. Hell, I'd even say Clemson. Dude, Dabo has won enough at Clemson to have a controversy and not get fired, even though he hasn't won recently.
1: Uh, And Michigan, who's got one of the easiest schedules in the country, oddly, so does Georgia. Hmm, I wonder how that happened. wonder how that worked. Uh, Michigan (coughs) and Georgia are favored by the Action Network to go to the college football playoff championship game where currently Georgia's a five-and-a-half-point favorite. No excuses this year. Yeah. No excuses. And I know I'm hard on Jim Harbaugh, but I feel like what he did, the lies he told, and it's not that you recruited. The allegations are he recruited on campus in person during the COVID blackout. Huge no-no. Okay, you did that. Jim, did you do that? Yeah, I did. Okay, here. Two-game suspension. All right, great, thanks. Jim, did you do that? Nope. Hey, will you come in and talk to about us? No, nope, I'm busy. Uh, hey, we're going to come talk to you about it. Nah, sure, come on down. Uh, yeah, we're here to see Jim. Uh, Jim, uh, he's sick today. Okay, well... Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Okay. Hey, uh, we're back to see Jim Harbaugh. Oh, you know, he just left for Aruba for a week. Uh, Well, that's the issue, uh, isn't it? Vacation. Okay. Well, I'll be back next week. Okay. Hey, uh, good to see you. Uh, here's see Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. You know, he hurt his back in Aruba. Um, he was pleasuring himself and fell off the bed. Think That's HIPAA. Uh, so he's at home. Okay. We're going to go to his house. Hey, uh, hey, Jim, NCAA commission on in, uh, committee on infractions. Can you open the door? Uh, no, Jim moved yesterday. Uh, yeah, they bought a new house on the peninsula. Like it's that's the kind of. Um. Action. What are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, we're deceiving people because we know we did what we said we didn't do because we would never let our egos get in the way.
0: And by the way, you're- <laughs> it would say more about Jim Harbaugh in a positive way if you would have just done what my guy here just said. Hey, Jim, did you do that? Yeah. You know what? Yes, I did. And that was my mistake. And I messed that up. Okay, great. Here's two games. Now we don't even have to talk about it because your schedule, as my guy here has pointed out 50 times today, is a cupcake-ass schedule
1: it in is two games. It is your mom's sewing circle.
0: Two games wouldn't even be a problem. And then, by the way, and I know this is rocket science, Jim. No, this is rocket science. Never thought about this. If you miss the first two games, which you're likely going to win, because I got news for you, Jim. You being on the sideline doesn't necessarily determine your team's success in those two games. You're going to win those two games, and at the end of the year, you're going to be in the college football playoff. And you're going to get to stand on a dais and say, yeah, you know what? Michigan's better than ever.
1: Hey, who you guys got in week two, bro? Uh, The Tire Mounting and Balancing Institute of uh, Kissimmee St. Cloud. Who the f*** is that guy? It's a tough game. We're on the road.
0: But, yeah, I know it feels like a bat to the kneecaps,
1: Jim. East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green. Come on, dude. Uh, all three of those are at home at Michigan State. That's what
0: I say. Like, like you guys can all hate on this, this, this. Uh, and, and this is what I find funny about college football fans. We all want to ride Nick Saban's ass about no depth chart. And, hey, we're, he's not, he didn't want to put it on paper till Saturday.
1: But we don't want to talk about Jim. What happens, and here's my question, what happens if Jimmy Boy quits after this season because he will take no suspension from the Committee on Fractions, the NCAA this year. It is what it is. So if Jim Harbaugh quits after this season, there are some people who think that he may get a show cause and that the minute he gets another college football job, he'll take a six-game suspension. I agree with that. Why wouldn't you? That's what's going to happen. That is what's going to happen. It just is what it is. All right, let's move on. Mike Smith, Jim beat Ohio State. That does a lot for job security at Michigan. It does. But hear me out. Anyone at the shoe.
0: In, in Michigan, Mike, I don't disagree with you. Beating Ohio State at the shoe and college football playoff, you were riding that high, which is, again, why I don't understand why he's handling it this way. Me too. Dude, I get it. You cheated. It's fine. Everybody cheats. I got news for everybody, dude. Let's just get it out there. Everybody and their mom in college athletics cheats. Can we all just accept that? Everyone's cheating one way or the other. It's not about who's cheating; it's about who's getting caught cheating. Yep. That's it. So if Jim would have just been like, "Yeah, dude, yeah," uh, during the dark period during uh, the pandemic, yeah, I had some fellows out on campus and we did some things, and and I knew that was against the rules. And wish I hadn't done it. Wish anything. I hadn't done it, and I am remorseful, and I'm and I'm really sorry about that. Let's just go ahead and and go through the process. You're not
1: really remorseful though, are you, Jim? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Mackenzie Gore is almost through the first inning. He's got a walk, but no strikeouts. You're fucked. Damn it. You're
0: done. I think I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. don't want to speculate. Let's speculate. I think a walk is minus points. I could be wrong, though.
1: Yep. By the way, Gunnar Henderson, who I told you to take, also 0 for 1. Yay. I mean, you know, uh, this is just what, you know. But the good news is Drew Kramer's got a strikeout. So. Nice. Nice. We're well on our way you guys. Nice. We're going to have another we're going to have another good one. All right. All right. Let's get to the non-sports stories of the day on the Monty program. Let's get real pissed off. Um because I got to tell you you guys. There's a lot of people who are like me. I am a non-porn guy. Yeah. I am of the belief and I've said this on the show before. Mm. Pornography is a great destroyer of men. Right. Is there anybody who is surprised that OnlyFans raked in $5.6 billion in revenue last year? And that their, their founder and CEO is making $1.3 million a month just in, just in bonuses? Yeah. Is there anybody... You guys remember The uh, Sopranos? That little show? Right, that little show. Room. The Sopranos? That's right, T. Um, would it shock you to know uh, that one of the stars of The Sopranos... Drea De Matteo is now on OnlyFans. Hmm. She's she joined OnlyFans yesterday with Denise Richards and many others. Honestly, I start stroking guys. <laughs> that drop. Uh, OnlyFans ranked in five point six billion dollars. Are you at all surprised? No, not even a little bit.
0: And I and I think
1: folks like her joining OnlyFans
0: is a smart play. I have to be honest, dude. If it's going to make you that much money, how do you say no?
1: Like, so I have not used OnlyFans, so forgive my naivete. But you're tipping people, so it's like you can order off the menu.
0: Yeah, basically, basically what it is is you 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 get on OnlyFans, and it's just like any other site. You're, you're scrolling through the site or whatever. And my understanding is there's accounts or like people's accounts. You subscribe. You subscribe to their accounts, and the difference between OnlyFans and like a different adult site is that on OnlyFans. You can message with that creator directly, right? directly. This and you can say, hey,
1: I want X, Y, and Z. Matteo from The Sopranos is $14.99 a month.
0: Yeah, well, and that's the other thing with OnlyFans. So that's why they're, they're, their setups have been really successful because it's not $100 a month. I mean, creators can set their price and say, Are hey. Are there
1: people spending $100 a month on pornography? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, my God. Well,
0: because, but what's the difference? Stop it. Think about this. What is the difference for people who indulge in that content? They, they, it's clearly, dude, we're talking about $5.6 billion, not million, billion. Bros,
1: if you're spending $100 on pornography, that's not good.
0: Right. And so, (laughs) so the difference here is that interaction. That's why OnlyFans is doing so well. And that's why. I'm telling you, I also think the pandemic threw gas on this fire. People needed a way to make money, and they were like, dude, if I can stay home and work a couple hours a day and people are going to pay me to take feed pics, let's do it. Like, is that really that outlandish?
1: Uh, It's not, and it's not even that surprising um, that there are so many famous... Because there's a lot of celebrities that are on OnlyFans. Yeah. But it is, I mean... Cardi B made nine million is making nine million dollars a month on OnlyFans. Here here's my question. Larsa is... Pippen has made a million dollars in one month on OnlyFans. That's wild. Yeah.
0: What's your question? My question is for OnlyFans. When does OnlyFans get away from just being a sexual site? When does OnlyFans become a thing? Like as an example, if we had an OnlyFans. If if we made custom content about whatever, that you was could message non-sexual. us and
1: say, "Give a get a uh, message." What's your opinion on this or that or What's actually, your opinion like, on the length of Mike Gundy's mullet? Right, and we would make you a video. Right, I could see doing that. But isn't that
0: what? Uh, what is the uh, God? It just went right out of my head. That the platform where you can do that now. Gosh darn it! Oh,
1: I, can't I, what what, I can't remember. I can't. I know what, what you mean. Yeah,
0: I cannot remember. What it's called off the top of my head right now?
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I I know what you're talking about. The one where you can where you can have somebody say happy birthday to you. Discord.
0: Or, no, I think it's Discord, isn't it?
1: That's where, a chat
2: site.
0: Yeah, but it's it's like a multiple. There's multiple things you yeah. can do there, or whatever. But uh
1: yeah. Boss Frog. Wait, this isn't a paid subscription. It is, but I think it's different than a porn site, right? I, I, and again, I'm not a I I'm a believer that pornography, especially in in younger men, but I think if you've been a long user of pornography, I think it creates unreal expectations in your sex life. Yeah. And I think it degrades the ability of your, especially if you are not watching with your wife, girlfriend, whoever. If you are watching pornography on your own without the knowledge of your wife or whoever, I think it significantly degrades your relationship.
0: Well yeah, I mean, you're teaching your brain to have a reaction to that stuff instead of your partner, and I think that's what damages people.
1: And then your partner doesn't act like the pornography that you've fallen in love with, yeah. and I think it's bad for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And so I that's the that's but, the thing that I struggle with. But that's
0: my question with OnlyFans. I mean, is OnlyFans forever going to be known as a as a, you know, a devious
1: site? Uh mm. uh, uh uh you know, like Boss Frog, I'm spending five hundred dollars a month on the Monty Show. It's possible. Well, this is porn for sports.
0: But but here's that's what my point. Like on OnlyFans, if there and I'm sure there's accounts out there. I'm sure there's channels out there where people are making custom content for their viewers. And I'm I'm just it just fascinates me because that business model really works. But I don't think that OnlyFans is clearly known for one thing and one thing only. And the more devious you are, the more money you make. Cameo. cameo.
1: is what I was talking cameo. about. Cameo. Yes, cameo is what, is what I'm talking, talking not about. Not Patreon, cameo. Yeah, cameo. Uh, red wine. So you don't want your kid to see your OnlyFans work. No, absolutely not. Can well, you and imagine that? Well, that's the other that? thing
0: with OnlyFans for creators. So the the there have been, it was just two weeks ago that someone was all pissed off that our OnlyFans got out to public. And she was like, dude, you guys are terrible and people, you know, I think, I think there was, was she was talking about her dad. Yeah. Like there was a video that she did. I can't remember who this was. There was a video she did that was based. it was a, it was a sex video. This is just a screen recorded Yeah. And so someone got in, uh, paid the membership, saw the video, screen recorded the video and sent it out to people. And it just it undermines the business model and it embarrasses people. And yeah, they you probably don't want your dad seeing your OnlyFans. It's probably I would not a great agree with look.
1: that. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. You it, it, listen, if you're gonna make porn, and I don't care if it's on a people don't watch DVDs, but if you're gonna make if you're gonna make porn VHS, of any kind, dude, come on, if you're gonna send d pics or nudes, expect your son, daughter, family, expect everybody it's who's cock. alive to see it. Yeah. And if you think people aren't screen recording, you're crazy. Yeah. You are crazy. You're crazy. And I, I, again, I don't judge people who watch pornography. Yeah. My opinion doesn't need to be your opinion. My, I'm not judging you as some terrible person. I, it, it's just something that I, I just don't think it's, it's good. Yeah. And I look at things like OnlyFans and it, it almost, I don't I think it's an indictment on society that OnlyFans is making billions of dollars. Yeah. Billions of dollars. That's crazy. Aaron Wilson says D-picks. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't. Um, New York Stock Exchange. Yeah. ONFS, call options, naked call. Okay. They're not a publicly traded company, are they? Come on now. Connor Johnson says, thanks for reposting my beaver meme, Monty and Jake. You're welcome uh a uh, dursky uh the problem going mainstream is that then you have to push out the risque content yeah you do yeah you do yeah you do um let's see no twitter has garbage on it does twitter have porn
0: oh yeah that's been a well-known thing since twitter took or uh since elon took over twitter is really? that there's there's like bots and like there's a whole thing i saw a thing earlier today i have to read up on it to really talk about it but there's a whole thing where, like, bots overseas are, I guess, attacking certain people on Twitter and uh, scamming. It just is. It's terrible. Yeah, wow. it's terrible.
1: Okay. I, I, that's what I, I just don't associate anything good with pornography. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I, I think it is a very hard harshly judged thing. Like, I look at Mia Khalifa she's trying to be mainstream in several thousand things and can't do it so what did she go back to mm-hmm. she went back to pornography and OnlyFans. and yeah it like the the judgment is just so because i think
0: that the tough part is that's one category that's really the only category in life like i think you know that we've seen stars who are alcoholics or they're drug addicts yeah. or they do all these terrible things to themselves they recover and it's like a heartwarming story but for some reason in our culture. And, you know, it's probably a longer conversation, but in our culture, like if you do, you know, porn, like you're going to be judged and you're going to be looked down upon.
1: And, and do you guys understand in Asian countries that pornography, there are like dispensing machines on the street for pornography? Yeah. Like in uh, on the Pacific Rim, specifically in Asian countries, pornography is not frowned upon. No. It, that's what I'm
0: saying. It's a it's in a United States culture thing. It, it's yeah, and not... I
1: think in Middle Eastern countries, especially in Muslim, you know, strong Muslim countries. Sure. Obviously. Yeah. But I think when you look at Emiya Khalifa as yeah, a good example. Who Perfect has, example. She dude. claims that ISIS has a hit out on her because she dressed in um, traditional Muslim clothing mm. um, and performed pornography. But I think. We all have to have the choice. Yeah. That And it's one thing that I'm very passionate about. You either want your freedom or you don't. And it, it, like in Utah, you have to enter your, your ID to watch pornography. That new law just passed. We had a guy on that we got into it about with. I just think it's dumb. Lance Johnson. <coughs> Good thing is, Monty will help you make money back with his picks. Yeah. That's right. Price picks. Let's go. Let's go. People get on it. Uh, OG Gary, no, they're not public, but if they were public, it would be uh, funny to s- say naked calls if you're logging onto OnlyFans. Can you guys imagine? Can you imagine if your dad saw your OnlyFans? <coughs> Thanksgiving's it, gonna be comfortable if you're <coughs> especially if you're his daughter, yeah. Can you imagine if you're uh, oh my god, uh, boss frog to be determined? I placed futures using Monty's Intel. Let's see how the. That pans out at the end of the year. Ooh, mm. Do tell. Drew Money, those TikTok girls pretending to be AI are making thousands a day. Are there TikTok girls?
0: Yeah, there's a trend right now of of uh, uh, women who are speaking like an AI bot on TikTok. That's like a trend, I guess.
1: I only thing I watch on TikTok are golf videos. <laughs> I'm not. I have no life. Uh, let's see. Gary Wolf. Jakey seems to be almost too well informed on the subject.
0: Okay. You're going to have to come up with better material, dude. Going to have to come up with better material, man. Not
1: that you're judging people, right? Money. I'm not judging people. Yeah. You do. You, you do you fat Jesus. You can go mainstream and have the dirty stuff behind a saloon style door in the corner. Yeah. It's tough to do. Uh, I'm splitting my action on futures with the show. Woo. Pig suey. What are the positions? Yeah, what are the positions? Uh, Lance Johnson, Samantha Fox was a pop star after afterward for about two minutes. Who's Samantha Fox? I don't know her. James Knight, there are far worse things to be concerned about than pornography. Uh, and,
0: See, and again, James is Australian. Yeah. And I think his perspective is fascinating because, again, I maintain my opinion is, and, and I know, look, at Middle Eastern, okay, cool. But in the U.S., where we live, culturally speaking,
1: porn is definitely looked down upon. There's yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, but we're such a judgmental society here. Lance Johnson, hey, Dad, what were you doing on OnlyFans? <laughs> what is your answer <laughs> to that? Uh, fat Jesus, the only thing worse than your dad seeing your OnlyFans is your dad continuing to see your OnlyFans. Oh Honestly, my God. that's our stroking, guys. Well, honey, I'm just trying to support you. I think I've hit it every time. <laughs> uh, Apple Account S, the chat has taken a turn. It has. Lance Johnson says Google it. Okay. Um, a couple other things. What about this Tucker Carlson interview? Potential. Tucker Carlson is trying to get an interview with Vladimir Putin. Would you watch? <laughs> yes. Should we, we in this country be giving Vladimir Putin a platform? And an audience, because I think a gift to the Russians. I think billions of people would watch. Yeah, because Tucker's an elite interview, and the problem is, like, pick a subject, whether it's Trump, uh, Pergozin, Ukraine, oil. What is he going to be honest about, and how will uh, how will you trust anything that he is saying?
0: Yeah, I think that's the tough part, and this is the point. I think just your best point on this, is that because of the language barrier, Tucker's ability to debate is going to be limited. I mean, yes. y- there's just no doubt about that. When you're going through an interpreter, it's much more difficult. You don't get that heated back-and-forth-in-the-moment sort of argument, if you will, totally. in the interview. And I think that... You know the the only issue I have I don't deny I'd, I'd watch I mean you, you almost don't How have a choice you right you don't have a choice I agree but ultimately I I think that that it is irresponsible to give the guy a platform I I agree with that I I don't want to give a platform to our nemesis our yes. largest world uh, enemy I I don't want to give a platform to that individual uh, I think you know he 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 comes from a place where media is doesn't really exist the media is what he says and and i think that he's damn well aware that that's not how it works in the united states and i have my thoughts and opinions on on where our media is going but i do think that that dude it's it's not it's not the right thing to do right now If, if we didn't have you know the ukraine thing happening if there wasn't all this stuff just chaos happening? I, maybe. But I just don't think it's a, it's appropriate at this time.
1: By the way, I would like to point out that uh, Dean Kramer's up to two Ks now. Let's go, baby. But he has given up a home run. We just need, what, two more Ks? Yeah, he, need, he needs four. He needs four because we're a three and a half on Dean Kramer on OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, no, wait. Uh, see, what I had meant to say was... <laughs> not Dean Kramer. Dean Kramer! Uh, or no, not uh, OnlyFans on Prop... Uh, yeah, prize, prize picks. Prize picks. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Okay. Um, I want to see it. I don't want Vladimir Putin to be given a platform. I just think that's a bad idea. I think that's a really bad idea. Yeah. Because I th- he's a very dangerous person. I don't know. Am I making too much out of this, you guys? Like, wh- where would you where would you come down on this? Mike Maples, I'm sure Vlad would stick to speaking Russian, but his he's former KGB. He knows English. Of course he does. Yeah. Uh, Timo, Putin just shot down a plane with regular civilians on it who were doing their jobs. So we're responsible to give that monster a platform. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Fat Jesus, there are good people on both sides of the Russian-Ukraine battle. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Lance Johnson, depends on how uh, Tucker behaves. Journalist, okay. Puppet, his career is really over. He's not going to be a puppet. I Say what you want about Tucker Carlson. The guy is a fantastic yeah. interview. He is, I don't think he would, I don't think he would do that.
0: Yeah, and I would say that his time at, at Fox, he was, I mean, he had to play within certain parameters, obviously, but, but now it's different.
1: Yeah, and you see the behind-the-scenes stuff. Sorry yeah. to jump on you. There. No, You fine. see the behind-the-scenes yeah. stuff about what he really thought about what was going on and who was saying what. and Yeah. I yeah. I, I, I think he was playing a role at Fox I, I don't think he will
0: well I just don't think I, I don't care what the network is this isn't about the network the reality is, is that TV networks have you know you, you have to play inside of a certain box
1: in a do sense you guys really think like Giggity said I don't want to see I don't want to watch Tucker get on his knees for Putin do you think he would do that I think that the and, and
0: I kind of agree I have to say you do if you're gonna but think about it it and again I'm not saying Tucker's a, a bad interview. I think he's a good interview. Uh, but my point here is that if you're going to interview Vladimir Putin, you obviously have to strategize and make sure that this goes over in a proper way. Because, again, with where Tucker's at, uh, strategically speaking, he can't do a bad interview. He can't have Putin just walk all over him. He's got to fight Putin up to a certain it's like it's like when you have any other like a politician on or, or whoever you want to point to. Right. You, you 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 need to push them enough to where the masses feel like, hey, Tucker wow. fought. Tucker did what he yeah. had to do. And I think you would have to like defining that line with Putin, I think, is very topically driven. I, I mean, if you're going to talk about, you know, Ukraine is an example. Yeah, that's that's us versus Russia, in a sense. Tucker's got to push on that. But if you're talking about, I don't know, uh, uh, oil, uh, maybe Tucker oh. handles that differently. I, I, I don't know. But, but, yeah, I do think that, you know, a lot of people may think that Tucker would lay down. I'm not one of them. I think Tucker would do an interview where it's wide-ranging, and he would push back on certain topics. I would
1: like to think he would. And then
0: I think on other topics, it would just be conversational. But I think what nobody knows, the X factor is— How does good old Putin respond? Because some guys will walk out.
1: Some guys are here for it. Like, how does that work with an interpreter? I'm I'm open to the idea that maybe I don't know Tucker Carlson's modus operandi that well. Maybe I'm naive about Tucker Carlson. In what way? What do you mean? I believe he would not lay down for Vladimir Putin. I agree with that. That would end his career. I'm a big believer that if he did that on Twitter... And Twitter is not a platform that's doing well. Twitter is not a platform that's doing well. Like this, 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 um, block of the, this ban of the block button, which I'm not sure if it's taken effect or not. I've not looked recently, but let's have a look when they announced it, when they announced it, it almost immediately. No, you can still block. Yeah. Um, I firmly believe the reason they have not done it is because he lost like $70 million more in advertising just on the threat of removing the block button. So this Tucker Carlson thing, I think it would be really bad for Twitter if that happened. If he laid down for Putin, dude. Yeah, that would be a problem, dude. I can't see him doing that. I cannot see him doing that. I really can't. Uh, James Knight, Vlad might end his ability to live. Well, you know. Uh, Tanner says it's no secret that Tucker would support Putin over his own. Ah, c- come on. Yeah, I don't know about all that, dude. Mike Maples, they still have a block. They have to have it to stay in the app stores. They yes, do, they correct? Do. Yes, they
0: do. And by the way, I think the other thing I've seen on Twitter that I think is really interesting, which makes a lot of sense as to why Elon's pushing this whole Tucker thing is the new sort of marketing rollout on Twitter is yep. your everything place. Like yes. your podcast place. Your like They had this whole laundry
1: list in the marketing piece I, I saw going I around. I still cannot believe that he dumped the Twitter branding.
0: Yeah, I just don't get it. Because what's funny is it's not X.com. It's Twitter.com. Yeah. Like it's not X anything.
1: I, how would you, how have you done all of this with Tesla? And SpaceX. And you just couldn't get out of the way with Twitter. Like, it's a shocking misstep. Yeah. For a guy who just doesn't have shocking missteps. Truly. You know, like, truly it is. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Apple account says chat has taken a turn again. I think it does. Uh, Mike Gundy, L for that comment. Exactly. I, I just disagree with that. Yeah. Um, real quick on Zillow. Oh, yeah. Been trying to get to this for like two weeks. Yeah. Did you guys see that Zillow Loans is offering 1% down payments? Now, that's not 1% interest rates. 1% down payment if you want to buy a house. Yeah. For qualified buyers. So that's generally 650 and above. If your credit score is 650 and above. Yeah. 1%. That's going to get people in trouble. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's going to get people in trouble. And I, you know, it's funny. We have major real estate firms in our office building, and where our Casa de Monte is. And we were talking to a major real estate person who was saying, "There's no way if you have a, because I think my loan's at like two eight five. Yeah. So if I sell my house, because I have." I got a thing today that says I have three hundred thousand dollars in equity in my house. Okay, so we sell the house. I, I where are you gonna buy? Yeah. Cause you're not getting any you're probably not getting a rate under six and three quarter. And I have eight hundred credit. Probably not getting a rate under six and three quarter. How are you going to, like, do you understand you're tripling or quadrupling your, your mortgage? Yeah. I don't know what, this this 1%, I think it's going to get people in a lot of trouble.
0: Yeah, well, I think the the problem with it is, is people see 1%, and I don't think they confuse that with an interest rate. I think what they confuse it is like, oh, well, I'll be able to get a good monthly on that because I'm, I'm, you know i'm i'm keeping my fluidity right i'm keeping i i don't have to put you know four grand down or forty thousand dollars down or whatever your number ends up being but but i can get in that's what zillow's doing here they're trying to say hey dude mr uninformed hey one percent but we're not going to tell you that it's seven percent on the interest rate we're not going to tell you that a four hundred thousand dollars house right now is likely 3500 uh, $3,
1: dollars a month on your mortgage.
0: Like we're not going to tell you any of that. We're just going to get
1: you in so and I you think can that's buy. The trouble. You can buy a half million dollar house for five thousand dollars now. Yeah, that's a problem. That's crazy. Uh, Eagle Eye Mojo says, "If you're bored, why not talk G Five football?" That you a I appreciate the two dollars, but I'm guessing you're new here. Generally the last 30 minutes of the show is always non sports. Always. And in five minutes, when we're talking about Burger King getting sued for small meat, you'll get it.
0: Small meat.
1: Um This is gonna get people in trouble. Yeah. This is this is gonna get people foreclosed on. This is this is gonna make people's lives difficult. Yeah. In my opinion. Yes. Zillow, one percent down, ninety percent foreclosure rate. That's usually how this works. Yeah. Because it's one of those things where I just don't think that you can. I don't think that you can tell yourself what you don't know. And if Jimmy and Karen and their three kids are like, "Oh, the American dream is within reach," Zillow has one percent down. Let's do it. Oh, well, and this is what I think Let's is buy for six hundred thousand dollars in Olympus Cove. <laughs>
0: Right, like People are falsely believing in this, and, and all I'm here to say is why am I going to take on the liability of a 30-year mortgage in a time when it's more expensive to be in a mortgage now with current interest rates than it is to rent? Why would I not just yeah. say, hey, dude, I'm going to go year to year on a lease. I'm going to pay my 3000 a month for anything reasonable because that's what it is now, and that's the sad part. You're 25 to 35 for anything reasonable depending on how nice you'd like it to be. And while that's sad, that's the reality of our situation. And so to me, I'm I'm sitting here looking at this and I'm saying, hey man, why am I taking on the financial responsibility of thirty years if you're not giving me fifteen hundred a month? I'm not doing that. I, I'm just not.
1: Right now, if you have a six sixty to six seventy credit score, your your rate is eight. 8- Point two zero five.
0: So why am I going to sign up for a, a, a eight point two zero five interest rate? I'm going to pay what thirty five? What it has to be almost four, right? Yeah, uh, four thousand a month
1: for a, a townhouse, let's say. And you're going to and, and and here's the, the kicker, though. They're probably going to ask you for twenty percent down.
0: By the way, have gotten you got mortgage low insurance? haven't gotten to mortgage insurance, haven't gotten to HOAs,
1: right? Ha- haven't gotten to the electric bill. Haven't, like, dude. If you're elite, over 800, you can get into the sevens, seven and a half, seven and a quarter. But I'm telling you, how many people have elite credit? Yeah. I mean, I, I just,
0: it's not, we're not in that kind of time. And, and so that's why I, I agree. say, like, you, you have to be patient and, and i feel like what, the other thing that bothers me about the housing thing right now is we still have all these real estate agents out here and i and i get it i understand it because this is their business how they feed their family totally get it but i have a problem with real estate agents being like no 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 don't give your money away to the the owner of the house get you you know invest in yourself yeah how am i investing in myself and exactly See,
1: like this comment right here i think is pretty close just when people are forgetting about the housing crash, it's the same scam all over again. Correct. How many strippers had three houses back in 2005?
0: On their 1% down payments. Right? Like, like that's what's wild to me, dude. And it,
1: There's so many people that don't educate themselves. Like, when we worked in real estate, I cannot tell you how many people were like, oh, yeah, I have a 500 credit score. <coughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and get pre-qualified for this $2 million Scottsdale mansion. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did I mention that I'm going to try for a zero down loan and I'm unemployed? Come
0: on. I,
1: I cannot tell you how many people yeah. we could, we used to be, when I was in real estate, we used to get Zillow calls, they were called. And so you could buy zip codes where if somebody in that zip code was looking for a realtor, they would call you. <phone rings> and I cannot tell you how many 600 credit scores called us like yeah you know that there's this brand new house on the market and i feel like it's a little much for me but yeah you know i i think if i uh, my husband was gonna happen days, taco. and i remember the one lady was the one lady was a school teacher and her husband was a gar i think was a garbage truck driver
0: but wait hgtv said you could sharpen pencils and and ruin erasers and afford a two million dollar house
1: and they were looking for a house, they're in Mesa, Arizona, there's this golf course community way out in East Mesa, and they're trying to buy like a $700,000 house on a golf course, <coughs> on a teacher and a garbage <coughs> truck, on a waste management and a teacher's salary. I'm like, dude. And of course they didn't qualify because she had delinquent credit cards, if I remember right. Like, those are the kind of people who are like, let's reach for the brass ring with credit card default. It, it breaks my mind to think about the way people don't. And we don't teach this in school. No, it drives me crazy. Uh, Zillow will sell off loans as soon as they close on 30 days and walk away unscathed. They will. They will. Uh, Ron Nolan, last half hour, non-sports and nonsense. Freedom isn't free. Mike Smith, it's like buying a house, though, rent a cent- through Rent-A-Center. Yeah, it is. Yeah, dude. And Let's pay $20,000 for a TV. OG Gary, GFC 2.0, if people take advantage of that offer, what is... I don't know what GFC means. Yeah, English, dude. Uh, yeah, don't buy a house unless you're committing to 20 years. Yeah, Seriously. dude. Seriously. My brother recently was looking for a decent house to rent out here in Texas Hill Country. Best he could find was 3,500-square-foot house for 4800 a month. Who's paying that? Oof. Listen,
0: I, I, I've I come around. It used to be like last year I was really pissed about this. I was really upset about this situation because it's evolved since last year. Yes. I've come around to the idea. I've accepted the fact that, hey, you're not going to be able to re- buy on good terms no. for a while. No. And you're going to have to be okay with the fact that if you're going to find, like where we live in, in Salt Lake, we live in this area where... It is a nicer area, and I love living where I live, but if you want to rent a nice place or a decently sized place, like, I don't know, you know, what, 2,500 square feet, couple bedrooms, like nothing outlandish, but, you know, nice finishes, you're going to be somewhere between, you know, probably twenty seven to 3000 a month. That's just the reality yes. of where we are. Correct. And you have to be okay with that, and you have to say, no, I'm not buying on 7%. I, I'm not doing it. And by the way, this doesn't just apply to houses. Because the next time I see a car ad for you know, uh, no no, uh, no payment for six months and it's like 2% down payment or whatever, that won't be the last time we've seen that. So yep. that's what I'm saying. Buying terms just suck right now, and you guys got to be okay with that.
1: You just got to eat that. By yeah. the way, Dean Kramer's to three strikeouts. We God, just come on, one but. more. Where and is- he just got Moncada to ground out to end the inning, unfortunately. Yeah. So we'll Okay, see what happens. let's
0: finish with Burger King because I want to get to
1: this. Yeah, let's get to uh, Burger King. So there's a Burger King lawsuit because their meat is too small. The actual truth is Burger King is being sued by consumers mm-hmm. because they say the Whopper is deceptive in its photography and presentation.
0: Customers proposed in the class action suit class that action Burger suit. King portrayed burgers with ingredients that, quote, overflow the bun... Making it appear that the burgers are 35% larger, and here it comes, get ready guys, and contain more than double the meat as the chain serves. Burger King, a unit of Restaurant Brands International, countered that it wasn't required to deliver burgers that look, quote, exactly like the picture, but the judge said it was up to jurors to tell us what reasonable people think. It is going to trial. They are being sued. And next week, I'm sure we'll get a $500 million settlement. You know what it is. And by the way, I I, I still maintain one of the most legendary burger commercials we've ever seen is, in fact, out of Burger King. Because what did they do? They said, hey, small hand people, come to Burger King for large burgers. Right? That was the whole (laughs) shtick. That was the whole thing. The burger was so big, it made your hands look small.
1: Oh, my God. And yet
0: here we are with them getting sued over proportions.
1: I love it so much. Uh, I, I am I am telling you that I, I this is ridiculous. First of all, I'm 100% against you being stupid by suing Burger King because you feel like you got duped in false advertising. I, I think this is a waste of time. But an attorney took it. They've got enough people to form a class action. This is stupid. So get your
2: facts straight.
1: But isn't this what everybody does? Yep. Aren't the tacos at Taco Bell much smaller? Aren't the burgers at Burger King much smaller?
2: <laughs>
0: well, those are the said. times we live in. Dude, isn't it last time I went to Taco Bell when I had when I had the runs for four days after eating it? <laughs> remember what she said. Used to be, and I remember us doing this when I was in high school. I would come home from baseball practice. Or you would pick me up from baseball practice. We'd go to Taco Bell, and we'd get, like, $20 worth of food that would feed an entire army. Yeah. Now you spend $50 for,
1: like, three tacos. It's super—the price at Taco Bell has gone up. Yeah, dude, it's terrible. I'm not—by the way, I'm not eating it at Burger King, and I'm not suing Burger King. Yeah. It's just not worth my time. Yeah. One, I don't eat that much fast food. It's part of the reason I've lost a bunch of weight. Mm-hmm. Two, the food's just not that good. Yeah. Yeah. The, the if you're going to Burger King, you're getting BK stackers. Yeah. That's what you're getting, because that's what's good there. Yeah. But if you have come to the point where you're like, well, god damn, Jimmy, this whopper seems a whole lot of lettuce. And I'm not call a lot of motherfucker. <laughs> all hat, no whopper. <laughs> right? Like that's what The well, lettuce isn't if, flowing out the bun. If that's where you are in your life, fuck. All the way up. Yeah, off. dude, like come on. Get out of your freaking this is, mind. This is a you problem. Yeah, dude. If you're suing Burger King because you feel like you got duped on the volume of beef, that's a you problem, friend. That's all about Fact. You. That's not about Burger King, that's about you and my opinion. Dude. Like, 100% dude. 100% dude. This is and
0: I mean, this isn't Jim Harbaugh-level
1: scheming, we, but this is pretty down there. We are far too reliant on fast food. Yes. I'm just throwing it out there. The mundo. We're far too reliant on fast food. And my wife, in my life, and that's all I can talk about, my wife made salsa the other night that completely changed my mind about salsa. Meaning what? It was fantastic. Yeah. Like this green salsa, this red salsa. She's like, hey... Honey, honey, I need you honey, some honey, mild It's in the bigger container. Cause you're fat. Honey. Like she made me a container of mild salsa. She made herself a container of spicier salsa. Like she went out of her way to get the perfect dipping chips. Like cook, make the effort. It's not that much more expensive, especially the way fast food is priced. Now facts, fast foods, not cheap cooking at home is cheaper. Wasn't it
0: the value of fast food that it was cheap?
1: Yes. Well, oh, the dollar menu.
0: Because certainly, certainly the 20 minutes your fat ass spends sitting in the drive-thru, you know, we weren't counting the time on that. But as soon as you get home to your laminate countertops, you want to, you know, put the ticker on. Like, but come on, Why dude. don't I
1: eat at Five Guys anymore? You know, I don't eat it because I can't order ahead. They won't make the burger ahead of time. So it takes like 20 minutes at yeah, Five Guys. Okay,
0: I have an issue with this too. If I I call ahead all the time. Anytime I go to Five Guys and I haven't been in a minute, it's probably been a month, six weeks. I call ahead and I say, Hey dude, I, I'm, I want to order X, Y, and Z. Usually, you know, double cheeseburger, blah, blah, blah. We all know the drill. Yep. The problem is and I both hate this and love this five guys. Doesn't make your burger till you roll up, right? They say uh, you roll up to the counter. Hey, what, what's your order? Uh, it's for me, the best ever Jake. Okay, great. It'll be five minutes. Then they make your burger, which I respect. But it also annoys me because I want to grab my stuff and I want to leave. Yes. That's the problem. Yes. That's the essence of fast food, dude. It's supposed to be fast. I paid ahead. Give me
1: my cholesterol. Take my money. Give me my cholesterol. Let me go get fat at home in the comfort. I'm out.
0: By the way, (laughs) let me go get fat at home, not at the
1: theater where the football game is on now, apparently. No, it's not in the theater. Let me fat. get fat while I'm driving home because the French fries aren't making it back to the crib. That's what I'm saying. You well, know I it, five guys and there. I know it. You know why
0: five guys there? Because they give you extra fries. Their portions are oh massive. Oh, my
1: God. It's wild. Mike Maples. Uh, oh, hell. Marketing 101 people. They use freaking glue in milk commercials. We're crying out loud. <laughs> oh, they do, and we believe it. Yeah. They do, and we believe it. Yeah. Lance Johnson. This will open a can of worms for all wives. Strike it down. Dead. My bad. Tanner Plummer, in the words of the great master Yoda, size matters not. Right, exactly. Matt Ritson, where's the beef? Remember yeah, those dude. commercials? Yeah. No, you don't. Utah just—I may need the advocates. You should. Yeah. You, 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 <laughs> you Excellent should. strategy, sir. Shooter, Texas, Wendy's needs to resurrect the "Where's the Beef" commercials. They do. Uh, Aaron Wilson, I'm suing Mo for his TCU Colorado team. <laughs> <laughs> Conference Commissioner Gumby, why not sue Mickey D's because the surface area of their burgers is small as well. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. Where's the beef? Shooter, Texas. Smaller burgers. Same with a bag of chips. It's called shrinkflation. I ate at Jersey Mike's the other day for the last time because Stop. I got I'm serious. Stop. Don't lie to me, I'm dude. Se- don't lie to me. me. Don't, don't lie, lie to me. Don't lie to me. What did I say about Chipotle? I don't know. What'd you say? Well, I'll never eat there again. Have I? <gasps> yes. Multiple times. Um <laughs> the point is, at Jersey Mike's, you get a bag
0: of chips the other day. Oh, this is, this is I'm with you. I'm with you. There's Let's like go. two
1: chips in there. Yeah, and what am they're I both broken. For? They're like, well, it's by volume, sir.
0: Why wouldn't I instead, why wouldn't I make my cute little ham sandwich on Dave's killer bread and go get a full bag of chips from the store and bring it in and have it
1: all week? But last night I made ground turkey with asado seasoning and Mm. three eggs in a souffle style. (laughs) It is the best. So what did I do today? We went golfing this morning. Not well. Um, I actually didn't play that bad, but it's fine. Um... We went golfing this morning. I went home, had left. I put leftover ground turkey in a Tupperware, made four eggs in a souffle, put it in on top of the ground turkey in the Tupperware, put it in my fridge at work, had it for lunch. And it's the best lunch I've had in like a Stay month. Stay it, it. It's mm. better. Gary Wolf, small hand people getting too small meat. Seems like poetic irony to me, seriously. But it's Boss Frog in Dallas.
0: Waves in opposition.
1: So we go to Big 12 Football Media Days in Dallas. Boss Frog says, Hey, go to this steakhouse. Bob's steak and shops. We go to Bob's steak and shops and have a phenomenal meal. Yeah. I'm willing to pay hundreds of dollars for a phenomenal meal. And actually boss tipped us to pay for it. It was amazing. I'm not going to McDonald's. I'm not going. The only fast food is going to be is Jack in the box. And I've been to Jack in the box for months. Yeah, I'm going this but weekend. We care. talked about this shit, dude. I'm not going to Chipotle anymore. The Chipotle over here that doesn't Sucks. respect the people who come in and it's they're terrible. all laughing and joking behind the counter while I'm standing there with my putt in my hand because you're too busy to laugh and help me. I'm not going to Chipotle anymore. I'm not doing it until I do. I'm not doing it. But I don't eat at Burger King. If I, I get Impossible Burgers. I rarely eat Red Meat yeah. unless I go to Bob's Steak and Chops or Ruth's a Chris or whatever. Yeah. Habit Burger has the best, and I get a full burger, and it's really good. Yeah. I'm not suing Burger King. Yeah. I'm not. Johnny Gonzalez, Burger King, the gift that keeps on giving. Seriously. Ron Nolan, I remember back in the day when the Whopper was a Whopper. And you're not wrong. The Whopper, the Big Mac, the quarter pound. Remember when a quarter pounder was like. Actually, like legit. Like, what fills my hand more, this meat or the other meat? Like, a lot. Boss Frog, I haven't lost a case in 10 years. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, Matt Ritson, they go to uh, Giants Burger in L.A. We're going to L.A. this weekend. Carnies, just saying. Oh, Carnies is so good. I'm suing Skittles because my face didn't turn to dots when I tasted the rainbow. Do you guys know that Skittles hmm. is actually not for human consumption? Because it's garbage. Did you guys know that? Gunnar Henderson, me too much, you prick. Hey, uh, okay, here's your boy taking the hill. Let's go, Steel, taking the hill tonight. You should not eat Skittles. They're terrible for you. Uh, Mike Smith, I remember back in the day when you went to Burger King and got a Brontosaurus Whopper for a nickel and you had to walk uphill both ways in the snow to get to the counter to order it. Exactly right. Uh, Gary Wolf, sad part is the idiots bringing this suit will probably end up winning. Yep. Gang wrong. Scooter Texas, my son makes homemade salsa with peppers and veggies from our garden. Best stuff on the planet. Best stuff ever. Yeah. Ever uh let's see go into restaurants now it's less expensive to get lunch from good restaurants than to get a number two anywhere fast food is so stupid expensive yeah uh conference commissioner gumby why do you say hurtful things you, like i understand if you guys you know are he's just
0: dude he's he's a jim harbaugh guy
2: you
1: gotta oh, okay cut
0: him some slack okay um
1: five guys is not mid sir OG Gary, y'all like the meat at Five Guys? Love it. Love it. Big fan. Mike Smith, it takes five guys to make a burger. Something is wrong. See, we if five guys because it takes five guys to make a burger.
0: Because okay. it's
1: called Five Guys. We got to go. Boss Frog, I do have guilty pleasure to win McDonald's fries. Oh, man. Oh, man. Pretty Bird got thick meat. <laughs> no, Han. Han. in and out is my favorite stop. Okay. You need to read one more because we're not ending on that. Uh, haven't eaten at Mickey D's in over a decade. And every time I see a McDonald's commercial, I still get disgusted remembering how totally gross the food was. <laughs> Phoenix Master gets the last comment. You are, y'all are you are making me want to drive to Five Guys. Do, Do it. it. Do it, dude. Do it. The Monty Show, as always, is presented by our friends at TridayTrading.com. Stop complaining about not being able to afford fast food and get to TridayTrading.com where you can earn $1,000 a day. Graduates of the TridayTrading.com program, full-time, make $1,000 a day. Get a 30-day $10 trial membership, $10 charity donation, tax write-off. At the end of that 30 days, it ain't you and ain't you. Walk away, but nobody ever does. TridayTrading.com. Tell them you heard about it on The Monty Show. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.